Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm hyped. This your boy, Kevin Chip Ginyard, a.k.a. 203 Chip G. I am happy for the debut episode of my new podcast, In the Pocket with Chip G. And yes, I am Chip G. Uh, I am named after my father. Testing, can you guys hear me? Give me a thumbs up. Give me an okay if you can hear me. All right, we're working out some kinks still. The vibes are here. And I'm happy that you guys joined me on this Wednesday night. Thank you for coming to join and rock with me for this hour or two. We're going to have fun and we're going to have a good time and learn about a legend. As I was saying, uh, I am Kevin Ginyard Jr., a.k.a. Chip. I'm originally from the state of Connecticut, and that's where the 203 comes from. Uh, I'm named after my dad. I'm Kevin Ginyard Jr., and my father is the late, great Kevin D. Ginyard Sr. Today is his birthday in heaven, and I wanted to honor him. I've been delaying starting this podcast for four years now, and... My dad passed the year I had the idea to start the podcast in 2018. And so uh, it just let me know that you should not sit on your ideas. Um, life is not promised. Life is short. And so I, I want to take some time to honor my father before I get started. Today would have been his 69th birthday. And he was a great man. He touched many lives. And many loved him. And I love him. My mom loves him. My sister, my sister cousin Taylor and my wife Sherry we send our love and all of his siblings and we just miss him very much and I just want to let you know that he inspired me to do this he is the reason why I love journalism uh I love media he instilled my mom and my dad instilled music in me and then from watching them uh you know the love for journalism came and my dad has been what my dad uh, was the first black man to graduate from the University of Bridgeport in Bridgeport, Connecticut with a journalism degree. So I honor him for instilling those values in me and, and the the, uh, the love for news and media. So let's honor him for, let's give him a 10 second moment of silence to honor a great man, a legend, a hero in my eyes, my father, Pastor Kevin D. Ginyard Sr. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for being patient with me and letting me honor my dad. He's a great man and I love him and I just want to honor him in everything I do. I live to make him proud and my mom. So thank you for sharing that moment with me. Moving on. Today's a big day. Woo woo. I'm hyped. I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, like I said before, I had this idea in my mind for uh, about four years now to start a podcast um, to work with people in the industry. And I thought, I love podcasts just like everybody else. You know, the craze came over everybody. And through the pandemic, I was watching everybody build and create, uh, you know, find ways to do things that they love. I am a supporter of many, and I do a lot of things to help make people great and build them up. But I was telling my wife, I don't know what I want to do for myself. Um, and this idea, I've been sitting on it for a long time. So what better time on my dad's birthday to begin the In the Pocket podcast with Chip G. Uh, being in the pocket means to be in tempo and follow the groove of the instrumentation. Uh, my co-producer Taylor is going to give me an example of being in the pocket. You know, like the funky drummer. 
The drum track is the perfect example of finding the groove and staying with it, locking in and doing what feels best to support the song, the acting role, or the art that you're creating. If we don't have it, we'll move on. But setting the groove, we want people to find their groove, whether they're actors, whether they are uh, musicians, keyboard players, singers, background, you know, in the pocket, you kind of find that groove and you move with it. You, you're, you sway just enough within the beat, but you're not, you're doing everything you can to support the song or the, or the acting role of the part. Actors can be in the pocket as well. Denzel, I'm sure, has been in the pocket before where he's found his flow and he knows what to do. And we want to help creatives find their flow. We want to help business owners find their flow. We want to find help people find their niche and do whatever it takes to stay relevant in that niche and, and in that industry. So I'm excited about this opportunity. Today is day one. You know, the spy is not the days of small beginnings. I'm in my dining room, you know, making it happen. The set will come. All that fancy stuff will come. But I sat on this idea for a long time and I had everything I needed. I had the interface. I had the mic. I had the lighting. I just didn't. I thought I needed more. I didn't need more. I just was hesitant. And that was things. There were things on my mind slowing me down and holding me back. So I encourage you, if there's an idea or something you want to do, don't sit on your idea. Do whatever you need to do to get started. Start the podcast, start the business, get the LLC. Do all the things that you need to do to be effective in life because life is so short. And I learned that the hard way. All right, so let's get into it. I'm excited today because I get to sit and talk to a legend, guys. I mean, it doesn't get more legendary than this. Hailing from my hometown, Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's where the 203 comes from. I'm honored to sit down with this legend. This gentleman is a world-class musician, producer, pastor, teacher, husband, and father who has maintained and created a sound that has changed the, the approach of how guitar is played in this modern era. He has sustained a successful and relevant career in this music industry for four decades. Gospel, pop, rock, he can do it all. He, he'll tell you all about it. He is from my hometown. I am talking about the prophesying guitarist himself, Pastor Jonathan DuBose Jr. Hey, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Hey. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Dr. Chip G, yes, yo, sir. in the house, <laughs> in the sir, house. Yes, uh, first of all, let me say congratulations to you uh, on the beginning of your new venture. Yes, uh, this is awesome. I didn't realize that it was your father's birthday on today. Yes, sir. But we salute your father for the many, many things that he's done for not only our community, but for the kingdom. Absolutely. Thank you. I Pastor. thank God for your mother. I thank God for your sister, who is a great uh, worship leader. Yes. I thank God for you, for you know how to keep it in the pocket. Ladies yes, and sir. gentlemen, if you want to know somebody who can keep it in the pocket and go outside and come back in without <laughs> losing a dime, is Dr. Chip G. Get y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You lay it in the pocket. And, but you know what? The Ginyards. Yeah. Your whole family right. is just full of talent, you know? Yeah. Yes, uh, your uncles, your cousins. You know, mm -hmm. I'll be working with uh, uh, Vaughn. Yep. Von, Ke Von, Kendrick. Von Kendrick, yes, sir. Von Kendrick, and uh, I'll be working with your uncle, uh, Gilbert. Gilbert. Yes, you sir. know, I'm, uh, it, it, all of you guys, you guys are just really great. And uh, I honor you, and I thank you for the opportunity to be a part of this podcast on this evening. Thank you so much. I, I don't. 
I'm blown away that you were available and then that you were able to talk to me. But, you know, we're hometown buddies. So yeah, I had to, sure. I had to pull, pull a little rank on this one. Man, you're the best, brother. You're the <laughs> best. You're the best. Thank you so much. So we're both, like I stated, we're both from Bridgeport, Connecticut. So let's get started. It's not a metropolitan area. It's not a big area. So right. how was it growing up in Bridgeport? And was there a strong musical presence there? Of course. Well, I I came up, uh, my father is a quartet singer. And my father sang with a group called the Sensational Starlights. And I started playing with my father at the age of eight. And so uh, they would practice in my father's house. And so I had a chance to see the late Benny Graham, who Uncle used to Benny. play to get to Uncle Benny used to play. He was from the church that your uh, father, your Holy parents Tabernacle, from. The Holy family. Tabernacle in, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, a Bishop a Holden kids. Church. Yes. Yeah, and and so uh, uh, I came up playing guitar, uh, watching him and watching uh, a brother named uh, Buck uh, uh, Rod Rodney Colbert. He okay. Rodney Colbert was the guitar player, but mm -hmm. my uncle Willie Edmond was the guitarist that actually really fed into my spirit. Okay, Willie Edmond. Willie Edmond, and uh, he was married to my father's older sister. So he was my uncle. Okay. And he has a, 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 a son named Solomon at me that plays the bass and keyboards. Mm. And uh, we, we all came up together. Uh, so it was a lot of music, but I came up playing quartet music. Okay. I didn't, I didn't play choir music and I'm not going, I'm going to tell y'all something, something that you didn't know. Okay. I never liked choirs. Wow. No, I'm trying to tell you, I never liked choirs until <laughs> choirs hired me right. and they started paying me. I was like, oh, happy day. <laughs> Pause. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. 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 So, 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 so was, was, was the guitar your first instrument? It was my first instrument. Wow. That's amazing. But when you I know, went to, when I went to school, okay, they weren't teaching guitars. So okay. I had to move on to a clarinet. So I became a clarinet player. Holy moly. Yeah, so I could play saxophone and every I could play sax and clarinet. I could play the woodwind instruments, you know. Yeah. It won't take me it won't take me long to learn it, you know. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. That's Yeah, that's so amazing. I I played clarinet from uh grade third grade till about seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. Wow. You know, so but tell me about those go ahead. Finish. But I was playing guitar all the time. Yes, sir. I was at always eight playing. At eight, oh, I was playing guitar at four. Woo. I didn't start playing live and out in the public until eight. So that was my that was one of my questions. When did you start playing out? And like, when did you know that you were good? Uh, it was eight years old. It was. Uh, so you were a prodigy. Uh, oh, I was playing. Yeah, I was. I was. I was playing since eight with my father with them. And one day, Benny Graham couldn't make it. Wow. And, and they were saying. Who do we get to replace him? And I volunteered myself. And that they say, always you... happens, right? When you when you when you're ready, you don't have to get ready, right? They say when that, you're that, ready, exactly, you're... exactly. The Bible says in uh, Proverbs eighteen verse sixteen that your gift will yeah. make room for you and yeah. bring you before great men. Great men, yes, and sir. so you just have to be also ready. You know yeah. when your time comes. That's right. Um, everybody gets a chance. Mm -hmm. You have to be ready when your chance comes. Yes. You know? So 
So I I didn't realize that at eight years old that I would be ready. But when they said, uh, we don't have a guitar player, I waved my hand. I said, I can do it. And um, I did the um, engagement that that weekend. It was Burt Lawson, Miss Reynolds. These are the people who was big at that time. You remember, in, wow. In Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, they had a big concert, and I played for my father's group. And when my father's group was finished, Burt Lawson asked for me, the little guitar player, to come back to the front and to stand on a chair mm-hmm. and to play something in front of the people. You were and a showstopper at eight, man. I had no idea what was going on. My heart was beating and everything. I can imagine at eight, Lord. But I started to play. After I got through playing, this is without the starlights. They was gone. They went in the yeah. back. And I'm playing by myself. Mm-hmm. The people gave me a standing ovation. I bet. I'm That's sure. when I realized, you know what? I I, I think we are to something here, you know? Yeah, yeah, I bet. I think yes, we are to something. And so, you know, I just kept playing every week. And before. Come on. Paul, uh, uh-huh. Vasipu, a tuning called Vasipu. Okay. The guitar is tuned to E major chord. Yeah. So very few people plays in that Vasipu uh, tuning. But that's how I started. And of course, when I got 13 years old, um, I started learning songs like Earth, Wind, and Fire songs and Parliament Funkadelic and, and more secular songs. And so I began to change my tuning to the standard way of tuning the guitar. Wow. Didn't know that. See, guitar players are going to love to hear this, how you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vasipu. Some guys still play in Vasipu, play very, very well in Vasipu, you know? So did you feel any pressure because your your brother, your little brother plays, you know, your dad is this great musician, you're around Uncle Benny. Did you feel pressure to play or did it just come organically? Or you oh, feel no, you were no, called no. a chosen. Oh yeah. Well it, it was just it was it was just something. It was a gift. Yeah. This was a gift, you know. Yes, and sir. it was gift it was a gift from God. And so it's not something that I had to really work hard at. It was something that I already knew and felt. And mm-hmm. I just kept working at it and they kept practicing and um, I just love good music, you know? I love good music. Let me tell you something. My father never, ever played secular music. Never. Really? Never. That was one of my questions, so I'm, I'm, going, I'm coming there, so no, let me know. My, my father never played B.B. King. He never played uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. He never played, I don't, uh, Nat King Cole. He no, never played never. Frank Sinatra. He never played it. He always played the Sensational Nightingales. He always played the Swan Silvertone. He yeah. always played the Five Blind Boys. Yes, he, sir. He didn't even really like James Cleveland. No, really? no, because that that's secular. It's choir. James oh, Cleveland's uh, choir. So Follow me. You they stay away from that. Yeah. And, and if you really want to know the truth, quartets was packing out houses back in the 60s and 50s and the 60s and the 70s. It was all quartet. Choir didn't become big until James Cleveland yeah. got the Gospel Music Workshop of America. Okay. Back in yeah. 1970, 71 is when the choir blew up and then Edwin Hawkins wrote the song, Oh Happy Day. All right, pause, and pause, then- pause. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you gonna take us somewhere we don't we were not ready to go, but I I love the fact that you you broke it down about the quartet movement being so prevalent back then, 
that's probably just due to the Motown sound, right? The whole that whole era coming and then the the church starting it and the Motown mimicking it, right? Most definitely, most yeah. definitely, most definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, you would think um, the biggest groups, if you really want to know the truth, Sam Cooke mm -hmm. came from singing Corte. Yeah, he sang with the Soul Stirs. Wow. Let me tell you, somebody else sang with the Soul Stirs. Uh, Johnny Taylor sang wow. with the Soul Stirs. Let me tell you somebody else that sang with the Soul Stirs. Lou Ross sang with the Soul Stirs. Wow. They so all, all, all of these R&B stars came from the church. They came from the church. But you couldn't make the kind of money Isn't that the, the problem now? That's still the problem today. It's still the, it's still the problem today. How do you think I got with Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I was playing with Tremaine Hawkins. Yeah. And um, we was in France mm. playing at a nightclub in yeah. France called Le, the La Meridian Nightclub. Yeah. Willie Smalls was it was the background singer. Willie Smalls, Kevin Monroe, and 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 and, and uh, Lucinda, Lucinda Laveria, yeah. all them, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 the keyboard player, Colin, Colin Haywood. Haywood. Yes, sir. Dewey Browder on bass. Yes, sir. Ah. Joe uh Joe Bryant on organ. Wow. Uh legends. Yeah, yeah. And uh we was playing one night and uh Harry Connick and his management walked in. In Paris. In Paris. Wow. And, and at the end of the engagement, Harry walks up to me and instead of him saying hello, mm -hmm. he says these words. Your stage presence make up for your lack of playing. <laughs> Ouch. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Your and stage presence make up for your lack of playing. My wow. retort to him was, little becomes much when you place it in the My master's God. hand. Yes, sir. <laughs> Guess what? Years later, he told me, he says, it wasn't your guitar playing that got you this gig. Wow. It was your response to what I said to you. You yeah. told me little becomes much when you place it in the master's hand. He yeah. says, I never forgot about that. From that statement, that's mm -hmm. what got you the gig. That's so amazing. ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, let me share something with you. If you're going to speak anything, yeah. speak the word of God. Wow. The word shall not return void. It will accomplish that that it please. It will prosper in the thing whereto he sent it. You got to stand on the word. You have to speak the word. You have to decree the word. You have to know the word. You have to decree the word. Decree yes, a thing and it shall be established. I'm not saying it because I'm a preacher. I'm saying it because it works. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. So let's move on to this segment. We're going to go through different phases of music. Uh, as a preparation for a musician for a show. So let's start with the rehearsal. Okay. The rehearsal is the time where you prepare, you practice, and you do your personal shedding, as the kids call it now. That's uh, right. Preparing for the gig, gaining gaining experience. So uh, talk to me about your sound. How did you well, how did you get this sound? Because it's it's intricate, right? Because you're from the East Coast, you moved out west. Was there any influence to your sound when moving out west, when you were developing? Like, you're, how old were you when you moved out west? Uh, I was 21 okay. when I moved out west. I was 21. But let me, I have to go back. 
Okay. Uh, to probably 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. My father always wanted me to have the guitar sounding high-endish. Wow. But for whatever reason, see, we didn't have keyboard players then. Mm. So I always wanted to emulate the keyboard player. And the play keyboard the player, the, the keyboard player has not only play all the parts, but he has a full sound, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I always like my guitar to have a little bit more bottom than normal. Yeah. So I would turn my bass knob to seven. I wow. would turn my treble knob to five. And I would turn the mid all the way down to one or two. And, and I like that sound. Yeah. When, when I would walk away from my amp, my father would go to my amp and turn my treble up to eight. <laughs> and turn my bass back down to five. Yeah. So when he walk away, I'll switch it right back. He wants you to have that bottom. I mean, uh, the high end in, in your sound, and you like he, the bottom. He wanted me to sound like everybody else. Yeah. But I had to have my own sound. I had to, I had to create and do what the Lord was giving me to do. I heard you say that earlier. You have to find your place. You have yeah. to find your niche. You got to find your sound. You got yeah. to find you. Yeah. You got to find you. Yeah. You know, you know, you were saying you was making everybody else, you know, doing everything else for everybody else, but you had to tell your wife, well, you know, what about myself? You know? Yeah. What is this that I'm supposed to be doing? You know? Right. And um, so I always liked the sound of my guitar being a little heavy in the okay. bass realm. And so when I moved out west, um, I'm I'm a chordal guy. Yes. You know, more so than a lick guy, you know. Mm -hmm. I can do licks, but that's not my motto. But that's not your foundation. Your foundation was in that quartet, so you had to play all, you had to hold it down. I had to play all the chords. Yes. And when I got with Walter Hawkins, they was playing chords that came from theater. And that was was jazz, and Mm -hmm. that that was very, very authentic. And you had to play the right notes. If you played the wrong note, they look at you funny. I'm sure, yeah. And they would say things like, what's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> put, you, put you right on the spot. Yo, and if you don't say, hey, it's me, I got it, don't worry about it, they'd be like, oh, that was a close call, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, and our rehearsals with the Hawkins, we rehearsed six hours a day. Jeez. Six hours. The band will rehearse for three hours. Then the band come back and rehearse with the with the singers for three hours. That's mm-hmm. just six hours. And we would do this five days a week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at a studio. Wow. 1982. Goodness. And you do this for about three weeks and then you'll go on tour. Do the tour and then come back and then, you know, you're off. But this is, I was living with Joe Smith the great bass player, drummer, drummer, Joe Smith. The GOAT. Joe, Joe Smith practiced his bass for four hours every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that on another video you, I was watching. I couldn't believe video. it. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I, as a matter of fact, I wasn't disciplined enough to do it for four hours. So I said, maybe I'll do two hours, and then I got to go play ball. Or <laughs> I like to mess with girls and all that. You know? <laughs> I like to look around, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he would still be practicing. Yeah, and then, level and, of discipline. And then what will happen is when we go out and play, everybody will be shocked more at what he's playing more yeah. so than what I'm playing. Yeah. Why? Because he put more time. In. He was more prepared. He was yeah. more prepared. Yes, sir. So, you know, to whom much is given, much is so, required. So did that, did you already have, did you feel like you were Jonathan DuBose when you went there? Or do you feel like being around those other musicians made you, did you have your sound already when you got there? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Well, well yeah. when I got, see, I didn't tell you this part. When I got 18, okay. when I got 17, uh, I moved out the house and I went on the road with this guy named Gregory Gallon, Fat. Fat Daddy, who is okay. from Waterbury, Connecticut. Wow. He played drums, but he played rock drums. Really? So we were we were doing like a in living color mm. type music. Yeah. And we like Kiss. We was dressed mm -hmm. like Kiss. That was the we, thing back then. Really that was the uniforms thing. on and the makeup. Uniforms, the makeup, the high heels, the Ooh. capes, the you know, and and I was playing through Marshalls. So for one year and a half, all my music, the music that I was playing was very distorted and edgy, yeah. Yeah. edgy. And there was another guitar player by the name of John Booth. He did all the leads. I played yeah. all the rhythms, but yeah. it was all crunches. Everything yeah. was crunch, power chords. Exactly. Yep. So, so that's where I got that little rock yeah. edge. Okay. So when you hear me playing, Every now and then, some rock edge would come out of me. It's because of my experience being At there. 18 years old. You that reminds me of the, the Souls Unlimited days when uh, Uncle Dave, Sherry's oh, uncle, Uncle David, man, and they wore the costumes. And yeah, the exactly. 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 I, I was like uh, on Cloud Nine when I had the opportunity to play with the Souls Unlimited. Uh, Dave Jackson was getting married, and uh, they, they was doing a gig up in New York. And yeah. they came and asked my mom if I could do it. I was only 16 years old at the time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, they paid. It was the first time that I got paid like $120. So that was your, that was your first time you got, got some That's bread. my first time I got that kind of bread. I said $120 for a gig. Mom, Ooh. you don't make this a week. You know? <laughs> yeah, you I only made this one night. You were sold after that. Yeah, hey, I knew. I, I knew. I said, I, I could do this. I could do this, you know? Yeah. I could so, do this. 18, 16, you got your first paid gig. That was one of my questions. And then 18, you move, and then you have a heavy, heavy rock influence. Right, and then, right. And then uh, how does how does California happen? Okay. I moved back uh, at 19. Mm -hmm. When I was 18, we moved from Waterbury, Connecticut, moved to Florida. Wow. And, and we recorded on TK Productions. That's the same company that uh, Anita Baker came out with this song. You can ring my bell. Wow. Ring wow. my bell, ring my bell. That's the yeah. same company that Betty Wright was with. It's oh the goodness. same company that uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band was with. Legends. Uh, yeah, so 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 we was on that label. Well, yeah. uh, we got dropped. The, the, the uh, Fat Daddy, Gregory Gallon's father name was Wild Man Steve. Yeah. He was a comedian. So wow. we went on the road with him as his backup band. And so we was playing in the Chitlin circuits. Mm. So I came back in uh, 1980. 
1979, my mother, my sister, and my brother was going to Bishop Kenneth Moe's church. Wow. When I came back, they were speaking in tongues. Mm. Had no idea what they was doing. Yeah. All I know is it was kind of funny. And my father was like, I don't have no parts with that. I said, Dad, I'm with you. We ain't got no parts with that, you know? Because originally, so, you were, were you at Russell Temple then? No, no, no. no. Western Tabernacle. West, Western Tabernacle. Western, part of Western Tabernacle. Western. My Western. father was at my father was at Western Tabernacle with uh, uh the other CME uh, church. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Reverend yeah. Broadnax. Yes. He was there to help them out. And the Starlights, that's where the the group was doing all of their programs and Mother Day's yeah. programs and everything. Right. At Western Tabernacle. Western. Well, at that time, um, you know, I was go to Western every now and then and and um my Parents, my mother, my sister, my brother, they asked me to come to their church, Kenny Moe's church. So I go there, the music blows me away. Yeah. I see who's, Sig who's, I Sigmund who's there Mario. Sigmund Mario, Sigmund Edwards. It was Sigmund Edwards at the time. Okay. Uh, William Moe's playing Rest bass. Peace, Uncle Bill, yeah. Uh, George Brown on drums. George. George. Yeah, he's, he, George. yeah, George he's is, he, yeah, he's playing bass. He plays bass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a chance to see one of the my favorite and best organists and keyboardists of all time. I know you're gonna say Hubert yeah. Powell. Yes, sir. Hubert Powell came through and he brought a group from Hartford, Connecticut. And they did a performance, and their music blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, I never heard anybody music. I never heard any music ever sound like yeah. this. And this music is touching me, and I'm in the church. Same thing happened for me 20 years later. So, <laughs> Really? I, my, my father had the white cassette tape, Hubert's first album. And I said, Dad, what's this? And he said, this is the most amazing keyboard player you'll ever hear. And from that moment on, I've been a fan of the Powell family. I consider myself like the fourth Powell. Son. Me too. So, yeah. <laughs> so Me I, too. I am a huge fan. I asked my wife. I, I play them, their music all day long. Oh, so yeah. I, I know exactly how you feel. That music changed my life. It changed my life. And so, and, and it changed my life. Not only did it change my life, I gave my life mm, to the Lord wow. at that time. So... I gave my life. I was selling weed at the time. Come on. I, I had some. I'll go buy a nickel bag and I'll roll about. You can get about seven joints out of a nickel bag. <laughs> I'll smoke two, sell yeah. five to get my $5 back. Money back. Because yeah. I really was a kind of business guy, you know? Yeah. And uh, they came, uh, some of the members came to my house, my parents' house, mm -hmm. and uh, I was getting ready to go out to sell some of the weed. Yeah. And uh, they asked me, uh, let's have a word of prayer. And I gave my life to the Lord. And uh, my life turned around. Ended up going to uh, the church. Started playing for Bishop Moe's church at the time. Yes, then sir. I was asked to go to uh, another church called Turner's Faith Temple in Talk Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah. And there was a new preacher that came to town. From Brooklyn, name, New York. From Brooklyn, New York. His name was J.C. White. Yes, sir. Which we from know now as Bishop Bishop J.C. White. 
and he he heard me play, and he told me he was doing a recording later on that week. They needed a guitar player. I went and played for him, and the, the producer, which was Milton Bingham, saw me playing, and he hired me to play for all of the Savoy records. Yeah, you from, are a legend, man. Wow. From <laughs> 19, 1980 to 1982, I was uh, a musician for the Savoy record label, playing with James Perry, uh, with Jeff Davis, with Hubert mm. Powell, uh, 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 was it, was it, a couple of other guys. Yeah. Names kind of escaped me, you know. But and then I did that. And then what happened was the way I got to meet with the Hawkins, Willie Smalls from New Haven, Connecticut, rest asked in peace, me, legend. It, rest in peace, Dr. Willie Smalls. Yes, he sir. asked me to come and play for him to go to Atlanta, Georgia, to the First Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Seminar. Incredible. So I go there with them in a school bus. A school bus from Connecticut to Atlanta? A school bus from, and we got picked up from Bishop Moe's Church in a yellow school bus driving 55 miles an hour all the way to Atlanta. What time of year was it? Was it summer or was it cold? It was cold. It was, it was, mm. it was, it was snowing here. It was snowing. So it must have been like, for some reason, I want to say February or March. Goodness. And that is Tom, uncomfortable. <laughs> and Tommy Harris. Tommy Harris. Tommy Harris. Another legend. He told me, he says, come on, because I really didn't want to go with Willie Smalls because I felt Willie Smalls was below me. Mm. I felt like I had arrived because yeah. I'm recording with Mr. Clean. I'm yeah. record, I, I am recording with... Uh, Albert Chamberson and Triborough Mass Choir. Yeah. I'm recording with uh, the the Barrett sisters. You don't even have time for the locals. You don't got time for the locals. I have time for... I'm on the road with, you know, who's who in the gospel world, you know? Right. And then Willie Sparks, can you come play for me? I'm like, ah, man, I really... And then Tommy Harris said, you ain't doing nothing. Come on. Come on and leave this cold weather. Let's go to uh, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta where it's nice and hot. Yeah. So I said, I go with him, get to Atlanta on Peachtree Street. Yeah. And uh, it's the uh, Omni Hotel. And it's hot. It's still there, too. So I'm quite sure. We take, <laughs> our, we take our clothes off and everything. It's hot. Put, get down. It's the musician's rehearsal before the choir get there. And I walk in and I ask Walter... Edwin, Joe, Derek Schofield, mm. uh, 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 Daniel Hawkins, wow. and Patrick Patrick Henderson. All if I could join in. Yeah. There was no guitar amp. So mm. they said, Joe Smith said, there's no guitar amp. I said, yeah, but you got an extra hole in yours. Can I Ooh. plug in yours? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> So he let me plug in the extra hole. <laughs> lower, lower, lower. And we begin to play. And after it was over with, Walter says, are you ready to move to California? That's, oh, my goodness. That's how it happened. So you played in the basement and stole the show. And and, and, and from there on, your life changed. And I end up moving to California a month later. Living with Walter and Tremaine. Wow. 
sleeping in the bunk bed with their son, Jamie Hawkins. Lord. So then that's how I think Scott happened. That's how I yeah. got started, you know? They took you in as their family. Exactly. Yes, sir. I get and it. Then, and then, now this is deep what I'm about to tell you right now. When Walter and Tremaine got separated, mm. he and I became roommates. So when he got us a new apartment, yeah. and then I lived in an apartment with him, okay. I found it strange to go to the store and to pick up the Jet magazine with Walter Hawkins' face on the front of Jet magazine wow. and go home. He's asking me, what do we want to eat? Because he was also <laughs> a good chef. Right. He could cook. That's amazing. Ah, you know? oh, it, 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 man, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I mean, I can't believe that I'm living this life, you know? Yeah. Surreal. I mean, you know, on the weekends, you're probably signing autographs and, and meeting people and traveling, and then you come back to the humble life and you are that you get to deal with the artist as their peer, you know? And he took you yeah. in as family. That's another yeah. question I have later down the, li- down, down the line. Yeah, go let's for it. Let's move down to the next segment. Let's go to the sound check. What are your tools for the gig? What are three things that are you have to have that are on your equipment writer for for performance? So if someone books you, name three things that are on your writer. Well, all I really need is really one thing. Okay. You just got to get me a good amp, a Fender okay. <laughs> Twin amp. Classic. A Fender Twin amp. If okay. you don't have the Fender Twin amp, then you can give me the uh, Roland JC120. The big boy. The Roland JC120. If you okay. don't have that, then you can give me the PV Stereo Course 212 amp. And I'll take that. Okay. And then and then I have a Wow Wow pedal that comes with myself. I bring my own Wow Wow pedal. You bring your own Wow. And then I bring my own distortion pedal. Awesome. That's it. Wow Wow distortion. That's all I need. That's all you and, need. And I, and I got my own chords. <laughs> so I got my own chords. So all you got to do is just give me my amp, and then I got the rest covered, you know? That's amazing. Name three things that are in your guitar case that you keep with you when you travel. Well, I have a tuner. Mm-hmm. I have chords. Mm-hmm. And then I have my distortion pedal and my okay. wah-wah pedal. Okay, All of perfect. that is with my case. Okay. All of those are with my case. What's your pre-ritual, pre-show ritual? What do you do? Uh, you check into the hotel. What do you do before a showtime? Uh, before showtime, relax, get a little something to eat. Um, maybe an hour before showtime, I practice. Okay. I know what I keep it fresh. Yeah, because I might have a couple of solos mm-hmm. that's in the show. Yeah. So I kind of run over, I get an idea, a glimpse of what my solo is going to be, mm-hmm. and just try to get comfortable with it. You know. Yeah. And, and the most important thing is. I try to become one with God, you know, I'm, pr- I'm praying, I'm praying and yeah. w- w- with my eyes open. Yeah. I'm okay. playing, I'm playing, but I'm praying. You watching I'm- and praying. Oh, say <laughs> my shit. Oh, come on, come on, uh, preacher. That's yes, exactly sir, yes, what sir. we're doing. We watching yeah. as well as praying. We're watching and praying. I get yeah, it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. So that was, that was another question. Like, how do you retain the material? Like if you have a show, how soon in advance, you start practicing to keep it fresh, but you said maybe an hour before, and then maybe how long before that? If you have a gig next Friday, how, when are you starting to break down the material? You just listen. I listen to music subconsciously, so before yeah. I even sit down, I just let it run over and over. I probably drive my wife crazy. 
I did yeah. a gig last week and I just had to listen over and over. That's the only thing I listened to. Absolutely. But, yeah. Absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the head. I turn everybody off, I, everybody else off. So mm-hmm. I won't listen to anybody else's music. If I'm doing a recording, say um, the average musician back at the day uh, when we was doing live recordings, uh, we would have a week to of rehearsals, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have an eight-hour session of rehearsals, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, and so you rehearse all eight hours, get back to the hotel. Uh, if anything, um, I might watch the news or a little bit ESPN, but yeah. I don't I don't deal with music. Okay. I, won't, I won't listen to anybody music, you know? Right. Somebody say, oh, you heard the new jam? I don't have time to listen to it right no, now. No, I got to learn this music. I got to learn this music. And so for all week, for five days and six days, I'm just only dealing with what I have to reproduce, what I have yeah. to play. Right, And right. then on that Saturday or the live recording or whatever, then you just, you just let it all hang out, you know? And then when it's over with, and then... Um, you know, I might start listening to something else, but pretty basically, you know, it, I don't like to hear any music when everything is done. When it's all yeah. finished, I like to have a day of nothing, right. no music or nothing at all. You know, yeah, Just, that's that's me. I'm, after the gig is over, I don't want to hear anything. No, um, I try to I listen to you know sports or something to keep right. my mind off of it. But I, I I have been known to like roll over in bed and like listen to a voice note just to see if I remember. Um, to, to try to stay fresh. So I, I get it. And those are all good ways. I'm sure that people are trying to learn that and, and, and make sure that they retain that from you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, cool. yeah. 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 Just only, just only keep your mind on the music that you have to play, the music you have to minister, mm-hmm. the music that you have to dish out. You want to be able to keep your focus on that. And the more you keep your focus on that, the more you'll become more in tune with what you have to produce. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So let's move to the next segment. This segment is called the gig. This is performance insight. What do you do on stage? So how important is, is placement? How important is placement? Whether you shine or lay in the cut, how do you know when to come in and out? Well, this is one thing I learned and that is, uh, whoever is the star of the show, you don't steal their thunder. Yes, sir. Big. So that's huge. So make sure you don't outshine the person that's paying you. Wow, that's huge. Somebody type that in the chat. Yeah. Don't shine. Don't, don't shine. Don't outshine the person that is paying you, or don't outshine the person that you are working for. Right. Don't you know? outshine the person. Yeah. No. 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 Even though that everybody else in the audience, they might be calling your name. You yeah. better back up. Back right. up. Remember, less is more. More yeah. is too much. How many times have have the background singers been better singers than the than the artist? Hey, but they it, can't outshine. They can't you, outshine. They the can't outshine. You just have to know when it's your time. You know, absolutely. Yeah, when it's your time to shine. But in the meantime, you know, uh, how much of that is feeling? Time? How how much of that is feeling? You know, it, it takes experience to know, I guess, when to come in and out, right? It does. It does. It does. And and really, you know what? It takes the Holy Spirit. Wow. It takes the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because he's a comforter. He's a guider. The yeah. Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered, are ordered by the yeah. Lord. So you should and we should always pray that God will order our steps. And if he's doing the ordering, then we're doing the following. 
If yeah. he tell you to turn down, you turn down. If he tell you to back up, that means back up. You know, yeah. there's been many times when Harry told me, he says, you know what? You're, 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 you're too bright. Back mm. up. Okay. Back up. Yeah. I, I almost lost the gig a couple of times. Talk about it. Talk about he, it. A couple of times, Harry told me, he says, you know what? Uh, we having problems with you. I said, well, how, what would you mean I'm having problems? He says, you know, you, your antics, you, you, you're too animated on stage. Wow. Too animated. Yeah. So I, I don't need you to, all that gyrating and all yeah. that movement. Because remember, the first thing he said to me was, your stage presence make up for your lack of play. Wow, wow. That's the first thing he said yeah. to me. Wow. So when I get on stage, listen, here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. You're not just you're not just offering ear candy, but eye candy. Right. Perform People are watching you too. Yeah. 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 So sometimes, you know, I would do things funny to <laughs> capture their attention. Then what's he doing? Yeah. You know, I'm doing something funny. And then all of a sudden, hit him with a note. Oh, oh, look at that guy over there. And before you know it, if uh, everybody's watching you and not watching him. And, yeah. and that's when they had, they had meetings about that. Yeah. Said, you know what? Yeah. Do you want this gig or not? Mm. Do you want this gig or not? If you want wow. this gig, I need you to turn that down. Too bright. You got to fall uh, That's the word that he said. You're too bright. Your light too bright. Your light is too bright. That's amazing. Your Thank light you is too bright. So have you ever had a crash and burn situation? So you just told me we never knew that, you know, they wanted you to dim your light. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but oh yeah. Crash and burn. Have you ever froze up or like in in the early age? Of course, of course. That <laughs> um, this is this is, this is something behind the scene. Uh, okay. I love alive five. No way. Walter Hawkins and the uh, Love Alive Choir. Yeah. They're doing this song. Um, not grateful. Uh, Lynette was doing a, My God is Standing By. Mm -hmm. Walter Hawkins is at the podium directing. Joe Smith is on the drums. Kevin Bond is the keyboardist. Mm -hmm. Kevin Bond was really like the musical director. Okay. Joe Smith is waiting to see, to get the cue or to give the cue to Kevin Bond. Yeah. I'm in the way. Mm. Where I was standing was in the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Joe Smith hits his stick and says, right. Johnny, move out the way. I can't see. Yeah. Because Walter Hawk is like, yo, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You know, we got 3,000 people in the audience. They're ready. Let's yeah. go. And Joe's like, Johnny, get out the way. Yeah. Kevin Bond was pointing like, yo, Johnny's in my way. I can't see. Yeah. So I, I got to move out the way. Here's the crash and burn situation. <laughs> Do I move up? Oh, or back. Do I move back? Yeah. I didn't have enough courage and oomph to move forward. Okay. So I move back. Okay. And, and my morale, my morale fell. Really? You took that personal? For, for the rest of the night. 
Oh no. My whole morale came down. So that one situation took you out of the mindset of the gig and now you're listen just not to, there. Listen to me carefully. I had the opportunity to move up because at the beginning of my uh of my God is standing by was the guitar solo. Yeah. I should have went up there and let it and went to the front. Yeah. And when and when we got back to the hotel, I got into the when I got back to the hotel, I got into the elevator and Jesse Jackson was in the elevator. Oh my goodness, wow. He said, I saw the whole thing. He said, You moved back. He said, I saw you dropped it. Jesse Jackson telling me <laughs> he saw that I dropped it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What you know about playing music and guitar? Yeah. Right. But what he's saying is, I saw that your morale fell. Yeah. Shuka yaba. <laughs> I saw that your morale fell. You really should have stepped up instead right. of stepping back. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this is an opportunity for you yeah. to start stepping up. Step up. Don't step back. No. Step up. This is the day that it's the Lord time. hath made. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, we shall rejoice and right. be glad in it. Go after your goal. Go after yeah. your dream. Yes. Do what Chip G is doing. He's got his <laughs> podcast. Yes, it's sir. on right now. Yes, sir. I'm the guest. Yeah. And we're here to tell you yes, that sir. you can fulfill your dream if you just walk into it. Yes. Don't be scared. And even if you are scared, understand yeah. that the Lord is going to protect you. He's going to guide you. He's going to shield you. He's going to provide for you. He's yeah. our Jehovah Jireh. Yes, He's going to do it for you. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these other things, they're going to be, be added, added to you. you. That's right. Go for it. Go for it. Don't step back. Step yes. forward. Yes, sir. So how? give me one Jeff Davis story. Because I saw my boy Marlon Boykins from Jersey. Jersey I got up. I have many, many Jeff Davis stories. I have some stories I can't tell you. Yeah. But I'll tell you this one story here. Rest in peace, Uncle Jeff. Oh, uh, Jeff is the Jeff man. Jeff Lowe. Yes, sir. Tell, give me a Richard Smallwood story with Jeff. Okay, okay. You want to get very... All right. Or East Coast Regional. Which one? Well, well, well let, me, let, me, let, let me give you this story about Jeff Davis. Okay. Um, I was playing with Judy McAllister at West Angeles Church of God in Christ in uh, Los Angeles, California. And... Uh, I was on the phone with Jeff Davis and he was in New Jersey. And Jeff Davis told me these words and it changed my life. What did he said say? these words to me. He says, the moment you come out of your future, you are behind schedule. The moment you come out of your future, you're behind schedule. So in other words, the moment you stop, pursuing your goal you're late for your destiny mm. you're late for your assignment wow you're late for your purpose mm -hmm. you're late for your reason for existing yeah you know in other words go after your dream yeah my mom you know? just typed it pursue your dream walk into your season that's exactly what he was saying to yeah me, you know yeah. and uh that stuck with me and uh 
We always remember Jeff Davis by Hallelujah Tonight Ministry. Hallelujah Tonight. Hallelujah yes, Tonight. That was his word. Uncle Love. Uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff was, um, I'm telling you something else about Jeff. He probably was supposed to be a professional basketball player. I heard he could ball back in the day. That's amazing. Let me tell you something. We will be playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we were on the court, and he would ask me if I want the ball to go straight in or <laughs> off the glass, and he's 30 feet out. Wow. 30. Still so this is the three-point three yeah. point line, past the three-point line. Yeah. Three times in a row, I says, I says two times, I say, make it straight in. He made the ball straight in. Yeah. The third time, I says, Give it to me off the glass. He gave it to me off the glass. Off the window. I'm like, you huh? know what? You 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 chose the wrong profession. You yeah. could have went and made millions of dollars and then bought your own studio and had your own group <laughs> and everything. Right. You know? Yeah, Jeff yeah. Uh, Jeff was a pocket player. In man, the pocket. His, man, Jeff Grooves was just so tight and uh man, there was nobody like him. Nobody yeah. like him. And he, he could play any style of well. music. He can play any style of music. music. Yeah. Any style of music he can play. Yes, I just wanted to honor the legend real quick. Rest in oh, peace. Oh man, that's my, that's I that's think my today, man. I don't know if today is the day, but it might be two two years today. Um that we lost Uncle Jeff. Was it on today? I believe so. I had a Facebook memory that came up with his face and I did a tribute to him on this day. Oh so, my god. Oh my god. I so, love my brother. He's my big brother. Great way we to were, remember him. We was roommates with Phyllis Hyman. Wow. He was my roommate with Phyllis Hyman. What is it? Uh, <laughs> I can't do the octave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La, 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 right? No, 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 no. No, that's, that? that, that's Minnie Ripperton. Minnie Ripperton, okay. See, I'm, That's I'm Minnie Ripperton, yeah. Yes, Minnie Ripperton. Uh, Phyllis Hyman. Uh, I, was in, I was in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phyllis Hyman <laughs> had a lot of jazz kind of songs, you know. Gotcha, and, gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, she was brokenhearted because mm -hmm. the industry at the time were more into the glamour of how a woman looked and how she was shaped okay. and how could they... So that's been dancing. That never changed, though. You watch the Billie Holiday story, you go back and, to and, it. And, and, and that, was turned, that was eating her alive. They because, bought Mahalia uh, Jackson, everybody, yeah. Janet Jackson became big. But Janet Jackson, people don't really realize she's really not singing. She's lip syncing with all that oh. dancing. No way in the world you could do all that dancing uh -oh. and be on pitch. All of that. So so that that was a show. Same uh -oh. thing with Paula Abdul. Uh -oh. Nobody don't know. That was lip syncing. You're dropping gems now. Well, I'm just trying to tell you. But but that's the way the industry was going. Yeah. And so the real singers was like. They're not really singing. So Millie Vanilli just got caught. Hey! <laughs> everybody That's, else was doing it, but they got caught. They got caught, but everybody else was doing it, you know? Wow. And the truth of the matter is, that's how a lot of musicians are doing it because we're playing the tracks. The tracks yeah. is already there. We play it to the stem. So you got to yeah. find musicians that yeah. is able to lock to the stem so that it sounds like the record. Why do they sound like the record? Because it is the record yeah, play. Exactly the record, yeah. It's, a, it's the record that you're listening to on your CD, 
or you know your your phonograph it or whatever. Yeah. It's the same thing playing, but they just play it on top of it. It's the background vocals that you're hearing. They just singing on top of it. Now you can buy it, right? You can buy the stems from the actual record for $35, $40 and have it in your church on Sunday morning. I, I just did a church Sunday. I did five records. It was the same exact record that you hear that I learned the, the pattern to. So you, you know can, what? You can, God, that's unbelievable. Yeah, you can buy the stems from the artist or people recreate them. And now it's to the point where it sounds funny when you have to play straight up without the stems. Wow. It feels empty when you have to play straight up. Now, all these years, you know, you came up playing with the percussionist and the drummer and the two guitar players and bass player, like to make things full. Now exactly. you just need a laptop and two people. I've literally done gigs with two people or a DJ and a drummer. So, I mean, you know, that's where music is right now, but it, it, we want to bring back live music and bring back the fear. Right, 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 you know, right. Really appreciate music, but there are people that are capitalizing on just having the stems. I mean, we, certain churches need them because they don't have the full band and they yeah. want to do these records. It'll sound silly to do these James Fortune records without all these parts. You know, uh, it'll sound uh, super empty, but for for the most part, it, it is hindering the new next generation because they don't know how to play to play full without right. without the stem supporting them. Right, they can't even right. play shout music without a, without a loop. Ooh, that, that, that's well. That's that's one thing that I like about Jeff Davis. Going back to him, yeah. Jeff Davis will put a loop on and he'll be shouting in the chair by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Let the he be, do the work. Yeah, he let he said let the work. Then he say shucks. That's his word. Yeah. Shucks. He yeah. started, <laughs> and then when he come in, he come in powerful, man. It was great. Yeah. It was great, man. All right, let's move to the next section. Uh, let me see. Yes, let's sir. talk about. Uh, well, let's stay here for one second. Everybody loves your work, and you have famous guitars, the blonde strat and the blue strat. Do they have names? Yes, uh, the blonde one is called Prophecy. 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 See, we didn't know that. Wow. Because I prophesy with prophecy. Okay. okay. Right? And she was famous for so many years being on a lot of your records. You know, people probably thought that was your only guitar, and you probably have hundreds of guitars. But well, yeah, right? I got about I got about thirteen guitars, right? Wow. Okay. I got about thirteen guitars, and I, and I I named everybody, but the one that I can remember, the only name that I can remember is the blind one, and that's the, called Prophecy. That's the money now, maker, though. Let, let, <laughs> let, let's let's go here. Okay. I have a lot of female friends. What, 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 what? But I only got one wife. Okay. And she's the one. <laughs> Her name is Carolyn. Yes, sir. Carolyn DuBose. Yes, sir. So if you're going to see me with anybody, mm -hmm. you're going to see me with my wife. Right. You ain't going to see me with nobody else. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of female friends. Yeah. But I got one wife. All right. I got a lot of guitars. Yeah. But I got one that's going to actually make everything all right. And her name is Prophecy. Prophecy. And that's how I got this house. That's how I got my car. That's how yeah. I pay for my children's education. Yeah. Thanks be to God that's given us a victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's yeah. given me a gift. He's given me a guitar. Yeah. That guitar, man, has been through. It had, I had the neck changed three different times. Oh, my goodness. How many years? How, how long? I had years, that guitar years? since 1984. Whew. 1984. That guitar is older than a lot of musicians. Yes, it is. You know? How, when, when, when were you born? When were you 80, born? 1980. I just turned 42. Oh, man, congratulations. You look good. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Yeah, I like your beard, you know? Hey, you know. Yeah. You know God, is, God is good. He preserves his children, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, is there a difference in how you handle... So 
dealing with secular and gospel. We talked about how your dad didn't like you playing secular. We didn't really touch on that how, too much, but you mentioned that he didn't he didn't know anything about other secular music. Nah, he, he didn't care for that. He didn't yeah, care okay. For that. So how did they handle that first? And then how did how did you say, Dad, I'm going on the road to play rock? Uh, it didn't make him no difference. Okay. No, nah, see, see, my father wanted to be able to go on the road himself mm. and do what I was doing. So in other words, you. so he was like, you know what? Let's see if Junior can do it. Oh man, let's see if he could do it. You know, and then when he saw that I was going on the road, making a living, yeah, playing um, my instrument, yeah, you know, he uh, he was happy. Really, yeah. he was happy. That's my boy. Yeah, my mother, yeah. my uh -oh. mother didn't like the idea of me doing secular music. Okay. Because she knew that sex, women, and drugs came sex, along with Sex, drugs, and rock and roll show up. Yo, baby, I love it all. I love it all. Hey, let's keep it real. I love it all. You know I what mean, I'm saying? I left it at the time. That, the, right. that was the way I, I needed the experience. I wanted that. You, you know what I'm saying? Live. You had to Listen. get outside of that city to live. And see hey, 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 hey. I don't get, all the time. Don't get mad at somebody else because they have an opportunity to 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 to, to, to flap their wings. Let them go yeah. ahead and flap their wings. Pray for them. Yes. That you know that they will be covered, and that God will protect them and keep them yeah. from hurt, harm, or danger as they go through their experiences. Yeah. Because your experiences is what's going to make you who you are. You need those experiences, whether yes, good or bad. Yeah. Both of them is going to work out for your good. For all things are working together for the for good, good to them yeah. that love the Lord. Who are the called according to his purpose? Yes, this sir. is so you know you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. Just don't in everything mm -hmm. give thanks. I don't care whatever your situation is. If you drinking beer, you drinking Heineken, whatever you drinking, you better make sure you pray next God to protect you so that it don't take you out in the way. If you smoking something, you better make sure you pray next God protect my mind, protect my soul, protect yeah. me in Jesus' name so I don't lose it. You to be yeah. drinking, smoking some flacker before you know it. We don't know who you are. You yeah. don't know who you are. Yeah, you know. And I'm sure so, in that area, in that area, you. It witnessed some people going through some things and not actually being the same coming back from, from those situations. Man, listen, I, man, you ain't got to talk to me. I, I'm telling you myself. I yeah. took some acid. I took Good some God. acid in California. Man, it took me eight hours to come back. Jesus. And I was walking down the street and I started taking my shoes off. Mm. And the guy that was with me, he said, what you doing? I said, I'm taking my shoes off. He said, what you doing that for? It's 12 midnight. But you're taking your shoes off. I said, something telling me to take my shoes off. He said, Johnny, please don't do this. I said, what's oh. the matter? What's the matter? He said, I think you're losing it. I said, mm. oh, God. And that's what got me back. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, oh God. God. See, I called on him. Yeah, because oh, you knew. But Tell that, was, that was installed in you from a child, and you knew to call on him when you knew. I, I, and I called on him for about six six hours straight. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. Oh, God, help me, Lord. We all me. been there. Lord, we help me, help me, Lord. Yes, and then I say these words. If you get me from out, out of this, this I promise <laughs> I won't do this no more. And then I did it again. I did it again. That's where the grace comes in, right? Yeah, man. His amazing grace is so awesome. Yes, man. sir. You know, he's a keeper. He sure is. He's and I thank keeper. him for keeping her. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I love it. I love it. This is going well. The chat is going crazy. People are loving what we are talking about. Let's move to the next section, Taylor. Taylor's my co-host in my cousin. Hey, Taylor! Hi, Taylor! 
she is my producer and she's helping me uh navigate through this so i i love that it's a family thing let's Beautiful. go to let's go to uh well let's talk about what genre you love playing the most do you love gospel the most or do you love pop or what do you what do you enjoy playing the most uh you are it's, okay, it's okay if it's not gospel you are speaking okay to the originator uh -oh. of cause music talk about it c-a-u-s classified as universal sound music that deliver people from their various dilemmas mm. this music that not only heals good it yeah. feels good yeah where do you get this kind of music i'm the creator of it the wow. lord gave it to me in mm -hmm. 1994 i was in new zealand wow i was in new zealand Auckland, New Zealand, yeah. taking a bath. Okay. And at midnight, the Holy Spirit says, get out of the bathtub and go and write these words. Cause, C-A-U-S, music. Okay. Classified as universal sounds. So I said, Scott, what is this? He says, I'm giving you a new category of music. It's your job to usher in the earth. Yes, cause music. Cause music. So what does that, that stand for again? So we can write it down. Classified as universal sounds. Classified as universal sounds. Write that in the chat, somebody. And the definition is, this music deliver people from their various dilemmas. Okay. In Everybody house, there's a medicine cabinet. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. You have Ambasol for a toothache. Yeah. Pepto-Bismol for a stomachache. Indigestion, right. Tylenol for a headache. Yeah. But if you have an ache of the soul, you go into the cause department, and this music will not only help heal good, it will also feel good. Yeah. The first CD... We getting ready to tell you that truth. The first CD that had the cause music on it that was released yeah. was Kim Burrell. Get out of here. Everlasting Life CD. 1998. If you look on the back of its cover, uh -huh. you will see that it says, this is a cause production. Wow. Go and look at it. I will. And you're looking at the originator of, of that production. So you created your own genre. I, and and But the record company, which was Tommy Boy Records, yeah. didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> okay. Asif Alex Ward was the producer of that record. Sure enough. What happened was Asif Alex Ward allowed every musician to produce themselves. Wow. His yeah, job was... His job was to make sure that our intonation was on mm. point yeah. and that um, we were quantized. Wow. Intonation and quantized. Yeah. That was it. And he had some ideas that he gave us. But other than that, everybody kind of produced themselves and it created a sound. Joe Smith had yeah. his own thing. Doobie Powell had his own thing. Uh, yeah. Keith Newton had his own thing. Uh, Andrew That's Ward had his own thing. I mm -hmm. had my own thing. And yeah. so, and so when we, uh, uh, Ace of Alex Ward had his own style. And yeah. when everybody put their sounds together and it was produced like that, 
that was the most extraordinary record I've ever no, that was played the, on. That was the in my life. Album in my, yeah, wow. In my life, in my life. So in my for life. you, that was the most exceptional record that you played on. Yeah, that's, that's the most exceptional. And it was the first cause record to ever come out on this side of glory. So I think... The, it, go ahead, I'm finish your thought. I'm the sorry. second one... Okay. Which should have been first was my CD. Okay. Expect the Unexpected. Oh, yeah. I played. I put a clip up of that today. Well, believe it or not, we just lost LaShawn Pace Rose. Yes, we did, yeah. LaShawn Pace. Mm-hmm. And LaShawn Pace sang the song Nothing Is Impossible Nothing is, on wow. my CD. That's and that amazing. was, this was done in 1996. Okay. That's when that record was dropped. So that's the second record that came out under With Cause, Cause Record. So you just asked me, what genre was your favorite genre? Yes. I'm telling you the answer. It's Cause Music. Ladies and gentlemen, take it. And I got a new record coming out now. It'll be out in April 28th. Let's go. New music. You heard it's it new here. New music. And guess what? It's not under the gospel category. Okay. It's going to be under the cause huh. category slash jazz. Okay, I love it. I love and, it. Um, and the title, the the, the, the record, um, um, the, the name of the record is Intentional. Okay. The producer name is Mark Dixon okay. from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. This man know how to produce. Good yes, gracious. Okay. Good gracious. It's his song. It's his production. Okay. But it's my guitar playing on top of it. Yes, sir. Okay. And it's going to be on all the jazz stations. I, I don't think that the uh, gospel people are going to be playing it. But you okay. know what? <laughs> it's time for me to go into an- another category, another genre, and be- get exposed to that area, you know? Yeah. But the thing, what's going to be the same is, is that the spirit of God is mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And, and, and before we play, we always pray. Yeah. And my prayer is, is that God will touch the listener and yeah. that people's hearts will be blessed and people will feel the Holy Ghost, feel the anointing and feel God moving and may the spirit move where the guitar can't move. May the yeah. spirit move where the word can't move. May the spirit move where the production can't move. May the spirit move when the airways can't move. May the spirit move and touch and heal and deliver and comfort and guide the people. So when they hear it, they be like, I feel good. Yeah. I, I, I heal good. This this is a healing agent. And, yeah. and and it's our job, it's my job, like uh, 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 I would say Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker came yeah. up with Bebop. Yes, sir. In the 50s. Yeah. African Bombarder came up with hip hop. You have Teddy Riley came up with New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Dubose Jr., came up the with creator Cosmo. of cause music. A creator will always experience longevity as so long we... as he or she remains an originator, not a duplicator. So is cause music open for others to create under that umbrella? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Take it and run with it, Dr. Chip G. Yes, sir. Okay. Take it and run with it, Dr. Chip G. So you guys heard it here first. New music coming out April 28th, and then Pastor DeVos is opening his genre to the world. Cause music. Cause music. Classified as universal sounds. Now, the music, in order for it to qualify. Okay, talk about it. We need the guidelines. Number one, it has to be A440. It can't be nobody out of tune. It okay. can't be flat and it can't be sharp. Got to be intentional. Oh, she hey. ain't got my shot Hey! Number two, it's got to be quantized. Okay. Can't be late. Yeah. Can't be early. Yeah. Don't be coming 12. Don't come one minute after 12. Don't come at 11.59. Come at 12 midnight. Oh, at 12. at sure. midnight. Everybody be here at the same time. Don't yeah. be late. Don't be early. Right. And then, then make sure, this is the last important part, mm-hmm. that God don't get some of the glory. Yeah. That he get all of all, the glory. All the glory. It don't go to you. Yeah. When somebody say that you sound good, you don't say thank you. Let's make that straight. You're supposed to say to God be the glory. Yeah. You don't say, it's all right to say thank you, but that's keeping it at a natural level. We yes. want to get on a supernatural level. And mm-hmm. then he said, God, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all, all men right. unto me. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be a part of this cause music, you make sure that you always point the the, the in the direction of Jesus Christ. And yeah. when you do that, he says, if you praise me, I'll give you something to praise me for. Yeah. So we yes, want to praise him. We praise lift his him. name. Right. Jonathan Dumos Jr. is the wrong name. Yeah. But when you call on the name of Jesus, you're calling on the right name. Yes, That's sir. the name we call. That is amazing. That is amazing. So uh, we got cause music, and it's open to everyone. 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 Okay. Everyone. How do you continue to stay relevant after decades of success? I think I looked at your uh, all music, all credits page, and it said your one of your first records was in 1976. And I think that was uh, I gotta look at the bottom of the page, but uh, that was that was uh, it was Tremaine determined. It says, yeah, yeah, but I I I my first record was with my father. Wow, uh, the Starlights. Yes, sir. Okay, at, at Sweetheart Records on Wood Avenue. Wow, Wood Tooties, 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 Tooties. That's where we recorded. Yeah, Tooties, and that wow. that that had to be nineteen seventy three. Yeah, I lived around the corner from there. You sure did. Before we moved, yeah. Wow, that's yeah, yeah. So that was my first record, and then then I did a record in 1976 with Angela Clemens. Wow. And Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Downtown Bridgeport at Paul Lecca Studio, Connecticut Recording Studio, which was on Main Street, downtown Bridgeport. Yeah. It was a studio back then, and we recorded. Give me just a little more time. <laughs> My love will surely grow. It was a pop record. Yeah. And that was 1976. And I played that with my Univox guitar. Oh, That's wow. that Univox hand-carved eagle on it. Okay. I don't know if you remember that guitar. No, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I see a uh, I see, shout out to Calvin Robinson. Uncle Calvin is on here from Souls Yo, get Souls Unlearned. <laughs> Calvin Robinson, he the one who told me what that corn was all about. Yeah. Corn. 
and, and, and Strum, his his brother, Glenn Robinson, yeah. was a big big uh, influence in my life, you know? That's amazing. Oh, Shout man, his brother was awesome. Brothers. The Robinson family, the, the whole family, they took me in. I got the funk from them. Yes, sir. I got the funk from the Robinsons. That's amazing. I love it. So uh, talk to me about just staying relevant. You, you got almost 50 years. You know, you're a young man. But man, you got to God be the glory. You almost have, you have fifty years of, of skin in this game. Talk about it. How do you how do you stay relevant? How do you you know how much does character play into it? How much does skill play into it? All 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 of the above. Yeah. Uh, wh- one thing that I learned, and I got this from my father, and that is, learn to be cordial with everyone. Yeah. Learn to be kind with everyone. Yes, sir. And even if somebody is not in tune, they're not playing the right beat. You don't get on them. You don't say negative things. You always say word of words of encouragement. Yeah. And everybody that I work with, I always thank them. I thank everybody for the opportunity. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thanking you. Thank you now for giving me the opportunity to be the guest on your podcast show. I'm grateful I to mean, you. This, <laughs> this, this is a blessing. I mean, you didn't have to have me to be on here, but you've given me a platform to be able to share my story these yeah. testimonies to, to, to be able to share with you the things that are important to me, the things that yes. made me, made me who I am. And be Absolutely. honest with you, be honest with you. Uh, the best way for me to answer that, that, that question is this is the Lord's doing. Yes, it sir. is marvelous in our, in eyes. our eyes. Yes, sir. Listen, I marvel at what God is doing through my life more so than you. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm, I'm a bystander looking back saying, how did this happen? Because I didn't make it happen. Yeah. I didn't make it happen, you know? No. So but it was chosen, I, it was chosen for you. So I have to give God the glory. Yeah. Let's give him the glory. Everybody clap your hands. Everybody. No, yeah, somebody ain't clapping. Come on, clap. There you go. God, we give you the glory. Hallelujah. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. It all belongs to you, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, uh, this is this is not a uh, fake. This is not a phony. This is who we are. And Father God, we lift your name. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. It's because of you. And it's the reason why who we are. And I thank you and I praise you for every opportunity that you've provided. But I'll make sure that whatever I say, whatever I do, all the glory and honor will belong to you. In Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank Thank God. God. That's who it belongs to. So while I have this life, I'm I'm, I'm going to glorify him. Yes, sir. You know? That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and all the glory goes to God. We are nothing without him. Hallelujah. Um, let's t- Taylor, let's go to the final segment. Let's go to packing up, getting the call back. So you did, you did the, you did the rehearsal. Um, you did, I'm sorry, you did your shed. You did your rehearsing, your rehearsing. You did the, the, the sound check and that you did the gig. Now it's time for the breakdown, the pack up part. You know, what do you do after the gig? What do you do? To, to get a call back. How how important is networking after the show? Very important. Very important. Um, meeting people. The first thing that I do is, you see, I'm not like, well, I got my own equipment. Right. So I have to pack my guitars away. Yeah. And, and I put, put my, and I have to pack it a certain way. So I don't let other people pack my guitar for me. Okay. Because sometimes I get, I let somebody hold my guitar and when I grabbed it back, it wasn't acting right. It wasn't talking mm. right. It wasn't sounding right. wasn't feeling yeah. right. Listen, don't let somebody take your wife out. Shut <laughs> up. She ain't going to feel right when you come back. 
Oh, yeah. my God. That went out yeah. to somebody. You don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> Certain things only yeah. you can handle. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Woo! All yeah. right, I didn't mean to go there. Yeah, so so I make sure that I have my equipment okay. and I put my equipment away, but I'm still talking to everybody, laughing with everybody, joking with everybody, smiling with everybody, cordial with everybody. And the first thing that I like to do after the end of the gig is go get something to eat. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because all week you've been somewhat fasting. You yeah. know, you've been fasting a certain kind of way so that you could be prepared for that day or that evening yeah. that you did the live recording. When everything is over with, you drop everything. Yeah. You're like, I, I'm glad that this is over with. And let me tell yeah. you something. To me, the best and most exhilarating rec live recording that I've done uh -oh. was... James Moore in the Mississippi Mass Choir record in, in Mississippi when we Jackson did Jackson State? Jack no. The one we did in the church with him when he did uh God Don't Need No Matches. Yeah, God Don't Need No Matches. And yeah. Joy. Weeping may endure for yeah. a night, but Joy come in the morning. Joe playing Classic. that bass line mm. and and God will take care of you. Uh, and David Blakely on keyboards and oh, uh, legend. all uh, legends. Oh man, man, listen, it, 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 that night was so magical. Yeah. That night was so magical. Ooh, Lord! We My knew. God. We yeah. knew we was into something. We knew. We knew. Yeah. We knew we, knew we was into something. You knew you had a hot one. We knew it. Yeah. As soon as it was over with, we, 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 we knew it. We said, you know what? This was history. This one's out of here. You know this, sometimes. This, this, yeah, you know, it's just like Barry Bonds. He just hit the ball. He waited at the, he waited at the plate and just looked yeah. at the ball. Go over, you know. Wow. Sammy Sosa, somebody, you know. So with all the artists, like musicians, we all bond together and we go to eat and everything. Where's the fine line with the musician and the artist? Where they do you consider the artist your friend? Because I've seen a lot of guys get in trouble for assuming that they can be close to the artist. It does. I guess it all depends on the artist, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Because you you lived you lived with Walter Hawkins and Edwin and and, and you were friends with them. But sometimes have there ever been a situation where you weren't friends, it was just a job? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and sometimes I prefer not to be with the art. As a matter of fact, majority of the times. Yeah. Majority of the times, I, you know, because the artists have to schmoog and, and talk with everybody. The mm -hmm. musicians don't really, really have to do that, you know? No, no, no. Whoever name is on that billfold or whoever name is going to be on that cover that cd cover yeah they got to do some marketing they got to do some promotion yeah so so sometimes other people can get in the way of that so it's just kind of best to stay out of the way and i just prefer to stay out of the way yeah you know and gotcha. uh, but if but if i have to do it fine if not no worries you know um um you know i just take it as it comes you know and i love i love leaving right after i don't like waiting around i yeah. like to leave i, I because I'm tired. Yeah. I'm, you're tired. you're giving so much, right. You you know, you gave so much, you, you're tired, you're worn out. And I'd rather get into a sacred place, a safe place. And I want to get to a place where I can thank God by myself. Yeah. Where you I just... can tell him, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to get through this. Thank you for navigating me. Thank you for helping me. Thank yes. you for directing me. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then he pours back into me. Right. You know? And then when I come home, mm -hmm. it's when I come home. Yeah. 
my wife and my children, they know nothing about it. Yeah. And my wife be like, take the garbage out. Yeah. Go yeah. get some milk. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm like, don't you understand what I just did? And what it, like, I don't care. The lawn, go mow the lawn. Yeah. Clean the yard. And right. I'm like, she whiz. Back to earth. And the Lord yeah. says, that's the reason why you have a family. It's to normalize you. Yeah. You know, it's to give you ground. It's to stop you from thinking so high of yourself. That's right. the reason why you have a family. Somebody right. to ground you, somebody to keep you level-headed, you know? Yeah. You need you're shaking, that. you're shaking hands and kissing babies and doing the whole political thing man, and you, acting like a star, but then you got to come home to your you, reality. I mean, imagine being out there with Oprah Winfrey. I'm, yeah. I'm at I'm at T.D. Jake's house, and I'm sitting, having dinner with Oprah Winfrey, uh, uh, Dr. Phil, uh, 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 what's the, 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 uh, Medea, Medea guy. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Yeah. And, you, and at the dinner table with all these people, and I get back, and then I live on, you got to just go back to normal and, and <laughs> rake the yard and, and do the snow and, yeah. and, and clean and do this. And, Keep, and, keeps you and, humble. And I'm like, do you understand what I would just experience? We don't care. Don't Go care. buy us some Chinese food. Get, <laughs> and you pay for it, by the way. Right. Go get us some pizza. Oh, by the way, I don't want pizza. I want Chinese food. Oh, yeah. I want it. And you got to do it. And it just, yeah. God, oh, I understand. <laughs> Thank you. I got it. I got yeah. it. They don't you care. No, they, they don't even care. care. You're just dad. You're, you're dad and husband to them. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the source I, of what they need. I'm gonna tell you something, and and and, and we can, we can go to the end. We can go to the end. Okay. 1996, the Chicago Bulls was playing the Seattle SuperSonics mm. in Game Five. Yeah. Check this out. I'm in my backyard mowing the lawn, and my son Pierre, who works with me now, uh, I tell Pierre. Who you going for? He said, I'm going for Michael Jordan. Of course. And the Chicago Bulls. I right. said, well, I'm going with Seattle Supersonics, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Payton. So, so I said, I'm going with them. And uh, I said, we're going to watch the game tomorrow night together on TV. We're going to have yeah. fun. Right? Mm -hmm. Telephone ring. And my wife comes out and says, telephone. I pick up, it's Harry. He said, man, what you doing? I said, I'm mowing the lawn. Just got through telling my son, we're going to watch the game with the mm. Chicago Bulls and Seattle Supersonics tomorrow. Yeah. He says, that's the reason why I'm calling you. How would you like to come and sit courts, sit, uh, sit at the course, court, court side, side yeah. with me while we're going to do the Star Spangled Banner? Oof. What? <laughs> said, yeah. He said, I'll play the piano and you're going to play the guitar. I said, man, that'd be great. He said, good. He said, I'll, I'll call you back with, with, with all the particulars. Yeah. So I said, Pierre, I can't watch the game with you tomorrow. I said, mm. why, Dad? I'm going to be at the game. Mm. I'm going to be doing the Star Spangled Banner Oof. with Harry. How do you Harry, handle that? Harry, he ain't say nothing. He said, wow. <laughs> wow. Dad, you're going to be there. Maybe we can see you. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you. Of course we will, yeah. So, so, Harry calls back 15 minutes later, says these words. They won't allow me to put the piano 
on the floor because it's going to scratch the parquet. Do you think you could play the Star Spangled Banner by yourself? Oh and my I goodness. Said, I said, sure. <laughs> sure. Bridgeport's own. So, yeah. so, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this is the honest of God truth. Yeah. I stay up for five hours. Yeah. To come up with a take six rendition of the Star Spangled Banner on the guitar. Yes. So we get there, and I get there the next day. Michael Jordan on one side practicing with Scottie Pippen, and I see Dennis Rodman, his hair all different colors. Yeah. And over here, you got Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and Della Shrimp. They over yeah. here. And I'm in the middle. Harris said, let's see what you got. Mm, showtime. I started to play those complicated chords. He says these words, stop. Mm. He almost said nigger. Oh my God, I'll be there. He says, <laughs> do you understand that there's going to be 25 million people watching? Yeah. He says, what you playing? The margin for error is too great. Mm. How would your father like it? I said, oh, my father was like it just one, four, five progression. Oh, yeah. say, can yeah. you see? He said, yeah. that's great. Do it like <laughs> yeah. that. So you know to tell me from that day all yeah. the way till to now, to now, I never played that take six rendition right never. yet. Yet. You still got to do it for us now. At least give I, us the streaming version. Well, I tell you what, I'll give you the streaming version, but I still never played it live all the way through perfect. So I mess it, I mess up on it now. So imagine if I had it <laughs> oh, did it in it front of y'all. That would have been the ultimate crash and burn on national TV with 25 listen, million people watching. I would have never worked with Harry. He would have never called me back a day in his life. See, Brandon said, keep it in the pocket, Doc. <laughs> hey, hey, remember this. Less. Is yeah. more. Less is more. Yes. Sir. Less is more. Yeah. I thought that I had. I wanted to. I wanted to impress America. Yeah. That's really yeah. what I was trying to do. I wanted yeah. to impress America. Yeah. But America was impressed when I just showed up. Yeah, because you were there. <laughs> Listen, just yeah. get there. Yeah, just. Just. Get there. Get there. And what a pinnacle. Gotta right? do the rest. Yeah. Gotta yeah. do the rest. You just get there. Get there. Wow. Less is more. I see you, Will. Less is more. I understand fully. That's amazing. What yes, can sir. you... Uh, so you did the gig, right? So in, yes. we're still in the uh, after packing up segment. So you did the gig. You got money, whether it be your direct deposit or your, the money in your hand. It wasn't direct deposit back then. It was, okay. it was, it was cash or a check. check. Okay. And you hope that that check didn't bounce. Right. Oh, that's another thing, right? Woo! But now you have a fistful of cash, right? You got money. What do you do? What advice do you give to musicians to, to preserve their money? They have to take care of their house or, you know, certain people's money burns a hole in their pockets or they want to impress others. What advice can you give to them for the future about saving their money or doing things to be better with their money? Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the three things you have to do. The okay. three things you have to do the three things you have to do yeah number one pay your tithe amen tithe and offering yeah the bible says 
that will a man rob a God? He says, yes, you have robbed me in your mm -hmm. tithe and your offering. He says, if you prove me now, saith mm -hmm. the Lord of yeah. hosts, yeah. if he will not open up the windows of heaven and mm -hmm. pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive, number yeah. one, you always pay your tithe first. Before yeah. you pay your cell phone, before you pay your rent, before you give your girl some money, before you pay for your children, you yeah. pay your tithe, all right? Yes, sir. Number, number two, pay yourself. Okay. Number two. So mm -hmm. when you pay your tithe, when you pay your tithe and your offering, number two, pay yourself 10%. So if you made $2,000, 200 goes to tithe and offering, 200 goes to you. To you, Put yeah. Put that money in his savings uh, uh, account. Savings account, yeah. Savings account. Don't touch it. When you put it away, forget that you even have it. Just forget yeah. that you even have it. Then you can work. Then the 1400 that you have left is blessed because God gave you a tithe. Wow. And then the third thing that you pay, you pay where you live at. Make sure yeah. that your rent is paid. Make sure that your mortgage is paid yes. so that you don't get kicked out. Right. That So you do those three things, you're going to be all right. Yes, sir. I love you're gonna, it. You're going to be all right. Thank you so much. So yes. you already told, you told me what your favorite session was. Your favorite live session was James Moore in Mississippi. And your favorite yes. studio session was Kim Burrell. Most definitely. Most okay. definitely. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. I'm going to test your memory now, Taylor. We're going to go to the next segment. We're going to go okay. to a game. We're going to play a game called Name okay. That Solo. So oh I'm going to play I'm going to play a clip and you got to tell me, people in the chat, you can write it in the chat if you know. But we're going to play Name That Solo. We're going to play a few seconds, maybe five or 10 second clip of a solo that Pastor DeBulls did. He's going to guess, you guess as well. And I don't have any prize because I'm not prizes because I'm not endorsed yet. So uh, we're just going to have bragging rights. So All Pastor, right. <laughs> Pastor DeBulls right. is going to guess that solo and name the session and then give me a little bit from that session of what you remember. Okay. All right, Tay's going to go. Name that solo. Let me see which one we're going to do first. Okay. I mean, you've done a million solos in a million, so this is going to be funny. You need more time? I, I was wondering if I, like you asked me if I had a name for my guitars. Yeah. Is there a name for the solo? The answer is no, there's no name for the solo. There's no name for the solos. No I just knew the, the I knew the blue strat and I knew the, the blonde strat. The blue strat, yeah, doesn't that, have, the blue strat doesn't have a name. Yeah, I do, but I can't remember what I call it. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that lets you know that I don't spend much time with her. You understand? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spend all my time with prophecy. Okay, prophecy is the, is your wife. Yeah, your, yeah, your exactly. musical wife. Exactly, exactly. I'll move. Let's move to rapid fire. Let's do, let's do the rapid fire game, and then we'll come back to the to the other thing. So, rapid fire. We're going to ask you questions, and you're going to list the first thing that comes to your mind. So it's going to be right. an either or situation. Okay. So, Fender or Gibson? Fender. Fender. Yamaha or Ibanez? Yamaha. Okay. Epiphone or Gretsch? Gretsch. Gretsch. Taylor or Yamaha acoustic guitars? Taylor. Okay. Marshall, Roland, or Peavy? Roland. Roland, okay. Uh, New York or Los Angeles? New York. New York. New York. All right. Vox, Vox Wise or Crybaby Wise? Crybaby. Okay. London or Paris? Paris. 
Okay. Paris is like the the Paris. Harry Connors. That, 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 that's where I met Harry. Yes, sir. In so Paris. Canada or Mexico? Canada. Canada. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Quebec, Canada. Quebec, Canada. Okay. I like Quebec. Oh, good. I wish I could get back there. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do Chicago or Miami. Miami, of course. Miami. Miami, of course. Chicago's Miami. too cool. Chicago's cold. And they're killing everybody. They're killing all the rappers over there. Okay. Uh, let's do, uh, do you like creating the song or performing it live? What do you enjoy most? Creating. 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 Yeah. Love. Yeah. Any reason why? Just uh, the freedom? Because that's who I am. Okay. That's who I am. As a matter yeah. of fact, um, I have a slogan, which is on the back of my first book, Roots, Branches, and Vines. Yeah. That slogan is... A Where can we find that? Is that book still out? Roots? It, 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 it ran out of print. But maybe okay. I need to get some more printed up. Yeah, we got to get that in Amazon so we can get that, that going. Exactly. So people can that. Ex- yeah. Exactly. I got a new book now. It's okay. called Do What You Can and Can What You Do. Oh, but going that. back going back to Roots, Branches, and Vines, at the end mm-hmm. of it, it says, a creator will always experience longevity as long as he or she remains an originator, not a duplicator. As a yeah, matter of fact, that. that starts the beginning of the track with Doobie Powell, Kevin Powell, and yeah. Billy Powell with uh, doing the... Uh, the shout track you did. The shout track, right, right, yeah. right, right. Doing the the the, the uh, war cry and all that. Mm-hmm. People didn't know that I came up with the war cry. Uh-oh. See, I'm, so I'm not... Creating. I was going to ask you that. Was I, 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 was, I was the one who created it. The reason why is because I created spontaneous... The spontaneous grew... Uh, a spontaneous, spontaneous praise, which is on the East Coast me- Regional Mass Choir record. Talk about We was doing that, so I created that. Jeff Lowe on the drums. Yes, sir. So we brought her on. So, but for seven years, we was all doing that, and I just got tired of doing that. Like, let's come up with something new. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit gave it to me. He said, da 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 which is quartet. So how did you get that to Bishop? How did Bishop hear that? We was at his church. Okay. And we was rehearsing for the Easter program that was always held at the Klein Memorial. Right. It was on a Friday. Darius Brooks was there. I remember Uh, that year. Lucinda was there. That's the year. And as a matter of fact... um, They did uh, the session that year, right? You played on the session. Robbie Robbie Lewis. Robbie Lewis was playing the piano. From Boston. From Boston. Yes, sir. And what happened is they broke out into a shout on Friday at 1277 Stratford Avenue. Yes. That's 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 his church, which, yeah. which is uh, uh, Prayer Tabernacle. Prayer Tabernacle, Church of Love. It, 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 it wasn't uh, Holy Cathedral at the time. No. Cathedral of Holy Spirit. And so what happened was I decided to do some quartet music. And mm-hmm. guess where you'll find that at? You'll find that on Joe Pace 2006 record with uh pie what's his name something pie oh, uh, oh yeah 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 i got uh, that right here uh uh something pie uh, uh he used to sing with men of standards lowell pie lowell pie was singing this song and it's got the war cry in that holy moly the music of the war cry is in that so and that was years what year, what year was that that was that was 2006 when we oh, did shit. the joke Joe Pace in the Colorado Mass Choir. Yeah. And we did that 
in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, at the drummer and bass player house, uh, Terry and Simeon Baker. Oh, the brother, yeah. The yeah. Baker brother. That's where it was cut. It's wow. cut in their house. Yeah. And so I created that. So dropping gems. So so the, but the reason why I was you was asking me, do you like creating? Yeah. Is because because my job is that's what I do. Yeah. I'm really not a guitarist that is uh, a guitar that do a lot of tricks and everything. Yeah. I'm really a songwriter. Yeah. I'm a composer. This I'm an amazing. arranger that yeah. happens to play the guitar. Wow. That's so you who I really am. When you're you're playing, you're envisioning the whole project. You're a real producer. When you see, you imagine everything going on. So you're not just one dimensional. That that if the keyboard player don't show up, I really could show out. You you got wow! <laughs> more for God's glory, more yeah, for yeah, His yeah. glory. Because now it really they're out of the way, and I have a choice to choose yeah. what progression goes yeah. with your melody. Right. You give me a melody, and I'll give you opportunities. Oh, I, I'll give you uh, option anxieties. I've seen you do it. I've seen you play one note and play seven chords off the one note. I don't know if you remember, it was the Youth Praise recording. And you were just showing Mike Davis and, and everybody else, and you play one note and, and show me seven, six to seven different ways you could play chords on that note. So, I mean, I've witnessed all of that stuff firsthand. Hey, I, I, that's really what turns me on. Yeah. That really turns me on. Just give me a melody, and yeah. then, and then and let then me put music on. to your melody, and I'll send it to you, and trust me, you know, you will know that God has been with us. That's amazing. That's amazing. So when you hear a song, as a producer, do you hear your instrument first, or do you hear the chords? Because I, I find myself listening to the beat. Naturally, I'm a drummer, but... I, I'm always curious to what other people that play multiple instruments, what do you hear first? Do you hear, I hear the, the song? Chords? You hear the song. I hear the entire. song. Okay. I hear the song. Because the most important thing of the song is the melody. Yeah. Words and the melody. Those yeah. are the two things that that the song. And so sometimes when I hear the song, then I hear whoever the musical director is, mm -hmm. I give them the opportunity to present their cause. Yeah, their cause. <laughs> you present it. Yeah. Let's see how you're going to go about it. Right, right, and then right. I'll, I'll join in with you if you're right. I'll join yeah. in with you. Yeah. And then if and if you're wrong, I'll still join in with you. But then let me give you some advice somewhere in here. You know, mm -hmm. let's change this chord here. Or let's change this progression. Or let's yeah. do a lick here and, 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 until I've it builds. I've know? seen you do it. I've seen you do it. That's and, amazing. And, and, and I won't even ask for none of the credit. You ain't got to no. pay me. We want to make sure that this song live. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that it lives. You know? So speaking of live, how how important is legacy to you? You've got 46 to 50 years in the game. How important is your legacy now for your children, for your, for your, you have sons. You literally have sons in the industry, people that sound like you, that have cultivated their, your, their style from you. And I talked about your rich sound from the implementation of, you know, being Bridgeport, Connecticut, the Starlights, uh, moving to the West Coast, you know, out there, all the work you did with Joel and Kevin Bond and and David Blakely. And, you know, how how important is that legacy to you? And and then you you have all these records. How important is legacy of your dad puts, putting it on you and now you passing it on to P and, and then all your musical sons that you have? It's very important to me. There's a scripture uh, Isaiah 41, 21. 
yeah. goes on to say, produce your cause, saith the Lord of hosts, and bring forth your strong reason. Uh, Not produce your cause. That's what it says. You that's book, what it that. says. I'm trying to tell you. Man <laughs> shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Aaron, Come I on, see you. brother. Yes, sir. So that's what he says. Produce your cause. Right. What, he said, what, he, what that book is saying is bring into existence yeah. the results of your expectations. Yeah. What are you expecting? What right. are you desiring? What are you believing God for? Then yeah. you get and spend time with him. Then there's a scripture in Psalm 16 and 11. He says, in my presence, there's fullness of joy. joy. Yeah. And at my right hand, there are pleasures so, forevermore. forevermore. Remember, yeah. you, you want to get to the right hand of God because another word for pleasure is treasure. Mm, okay. So in order to get the pleasure and treasure, you got to get into the right hand of God. When yeah. you get into the right hand of God, then you're going to get the things that God has for you. And yeah. then, so there is an assignment. Uh, 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 I believe it's uh, uh, Jeremiah uh, 29 and 11. I know thy thoughts, and I think toward yeah. thee, said the Lord. Thoughts yeah. of peace, not of evil, to yes. give you an expected end. Yeah. So I'm here to fulfill the assignment that yeah. has been given to me by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not what I want to leave. Yeah. It's what he positioned for me to leave so that he can get the glory and honor. When I'm gone, I'm dead and gone. I want everybody to say that was a godly man and yes, he right. loved the Lord and he right. lifted up the name of the Lord. And because he did it, we'll remember him because he t always pointed us to the cross of yes, Jesus sir. Christ. That's what I want to be remembered for. Yeah, right. I played the guitar. Yeah, I came out with this. But I want you to remember that I pointed everybody to the cross. That's where it all counts. Because, yes, because that's where Jesus did his work for you, for you and I. He, he, he gave us his righteousness and he took our sins. You yes. know, you know, so therefore. For him, he gets all the glory. He gets all the honor. You know, you, you can forget about me, but don't forget about him. That's the one I want to talk about. <laughs> That's the one I want to remember. Remember yeah. him. Remember yeah. him. Remember yeah. him. Such, remember a humble him. An such a humble answer. Do you, um, who are some of the young guys, if you can remember anybody that are touched you with their playing right now? Man, let me tell you, right here in Connecticut. Uh, talk New about Haven, it. Connecticut. There's a brother that I showed him a couple of chords and he blew my mind. You raised him. <laughs> Dr. Prashant Murphy. I'm Good fired. gracious. Man, Please. he is he's something else. He's yes. special. He's no, special. If you didn't have if 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 people didn't know it when they hear P, they they would automatically think it was you. And not to say that he hasn't put his own twist on it. Yes. But he just He's the closest. He, he, yes, he's, he's the closest. He, he has inherited. He has inherited. You know everything that you imparted to him. You know yeah, he, he really he, has that he, mantle. He, you know that mantle talk is real. Like for yeah. you, to, he he got it. He he got just like from Elijah to yeah. uh, uh, Elisha. Yes. Uh, Prashant is the closest. Yes, sir. To me, out of everybody else, the second person is Rick Watford. Yes. Out he's of, down here killing he's, 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 Rick Watford yeah. is a man. Rick Watford, session. and he came to me and he put a hundred dollars in my hand. <laughs> wow! At the Byron Cage session. Okay. In Atlanta. Okay. 
and he was supposed to play it. But for mm. some reason, I ended up playing it. Okay. I saw somebody asking the question about how was the Byron Cage session. Okay. It, it was a great session. Which um, one is that? Which one was that? The present of the Lord oh, is wow. here. Oh, my. I forgot. The present of the Lord is here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You now, that record, too. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but a funny thing happened Epic on that record. record. A funny yeah. thing happened. They was having a video going on, and the video guy got in my way mm. while I was playing. And while the songs was going on, I went out of character. Uh-oh. And I started to tell him, get out the way. Yeah. When I told him to get out the way, he didn't film me any time <laughs> after that. 45 minutes go by. He was like, I'll film everybody except you. That's you like just told me, you just told me to get out of your way. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get out of your way, but you will no longer be seen in these shots. They anymore. always say don't piss off or, or aggravate the sound man, right? They don't. So the camera guy applies to that list too. Man, so I learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> be kind to the people that you are speaking to, especially the ones that buying your records. Yeah. Woo! Be yeah. kind. Ira just said, Ira Noyes just said, y'all smacked on that record too. And I, I remember that that was an epic record. Kirk Carr produced that record, right? Kirk Carr produced that record. He said, and you know what? He gave me the opportunity to produce that record. He said, Jonathan, I want you to produce it. I told him, you produce it. It'll be a great hit. You do it. You know? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you another story. I was in Switzerland, Geneva, yeah. Switzerland, with yeah. Jermaine Hawkins. And uh, Switzerland, wow. And I saw uh, Quincy Jones, who was the MC for the show. The show had uh, uh, Rochelle Farrell, Wow. Uh, Gladys Knight, uh, Andre and Sandra Crouch, uh, Tremaine Hawkins, and uh, somebody else. I can't remember who it was. And Quincy Jones was close to me. Yeah. I, I asked Quincy Jones if he would produce my record. Wow. Quincy Jones went off on me. Man, I don't have time. You understand? You understand who I am? I don't have time. I'm doing other things. And yeah. the first thing that came to my mind, he produced Michael Jackson. He'd be producing Chaka yeah. Khan and all these different people. And he made me feel like this. Yeah, wow. And then Quincy Jones said these words to me. Who wrote the material, son? I says, I did. Mm. He says, you produce it. It'll yeah. be a smash. Yeah. That's my head open. You telling me, Mr. Jones, that my record would be a smash yeah. if I produce it? And I produce Expect the Unexpected. This, yeah. That's the record that Joe Smith is on, yeah. the Hawkins family is on, right. Sean Pace is on, Jeff Davis is on, yeah. James Perry is on, my father is on, my brother mm -hmm. is on, yes. and my aunt. My aunt Mamie Edmund is on there. My wife, I'm singing to my wife, Carolyn, yeah. is on yeah. there. That's you amazing. know, my kids is on there. Pierre, yeah. Colette, and Charmaine, they're on there. Wow. Rock me gently. That's them. Dad's gonna take <laughs> us all for a ride. I remember. Dad, yeah. rock me gently. Yeah. Then Jeff Davis do that crazy run at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Uh yeah. Kevin Monroe on there, Ke new sender. Right. New uh, or my cousin Robin Rose Stewart is Ooh, on there singing legend. to lose us the game. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. That's that's another thing that we always do. Like, you know, sometimes we question our ability. We question if we're good enough, but you should know, you know, have that confidence in yourself. Confidence versus cocky though. Talk to me about that. True. The Bible that's, says, that's my next conf, my next question. Confidence versus cocky, cockiness. The scripture says, uh, being confident of this very thing, mm-hmm. that he which begun a good work in you will yeah. perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's good to be confident. And it's good, it, but you can still be humble in your confidentness. Yeah. You can still be, you know, humble with it. You know, um, when you know that you know, that you know, mm-hmm. that you got it, you don't have to flaunt it. Because Ooh. sooner or later, it's going to come to you. Yeah. They're going to come to you anyway and come and be like, there's been times with Harry Connick situation. Uh, I don't know if y'all knew this, but I don't read music that well. I'm not a 2020 reader. Okay. When you, when you say 2020, somebody who has 2020 vision, that's yeah. somebody you could put the sheet music in front of them and they mm-hmm. can read it with no mistakes the first time. Yeah. So majority of the horn players are all 2020 yes. visionary readers. Mm-hmm. I don't read at all. Wow. So Harry Connick, when we did the TV show, says, Jonathan is going to be the musical director. And so they went to him and says, how in the world he could be the musical director and he can't read? <sighs> Harry said these words to them. I don't know how he's going to do it, but we're going to see whether he sw- sink or swim. Yeah. Two years later, I was still swimming. Still swimming. And the Lord gave me what to do. The Lord says, since you don't read, yeah, write it down in the scribble that you can read. Yeah. And scribble it so that you understand where they at is where you should be. Wow. And I wrote down A minor, flat five, sharp yeah. nine. And I wrote this down. And when it came to that part, I had my part. Yeah. And I would say, you know what? Let, I know where letter I know where 58 at. I know yeah. where 102. Everybody go to 102. Let's yeah. practice 102. What yeah. you know about 102? Somebody's off. We're yeah. gonna figure that out. Let's go. Uh-huh. One, two, three, four. And then they got it. They say, Oh, it's the saxophone. I said, yeah. I told you it was somebody that got it. And before you know it, I, I got confident. I was yeah. confident. And then they would say, Okay, all right. And I was confident that the Lord was leading me the right way. But so, you were confident because you were prepared. I was prepared. I yeah. studied. Yeah. I, the, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing yeah. the word of truth, yes, the, 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 the chord of truth, the rhythm yeah. of truth, the yeah. note of truth, uh, uh, the lick of truth, the yeah. dynamic of truth. Yeah, the progression of truth, the composition of truth, the yeah. music of truth. Right, right, right. The, the life of truth. Yes. Study. Everybody yeah. say study. Study. Write it in the study. chat. Study. Be prepared. Study. Yes, right. So my last question for the rapid fire is, uh, do you prefer traveling, touring, or st- home studio or studio sessions? I won't yeah. say home sessions, but say you have to go to St. Louis to do a session, or do you do you enjoy touring or just sessions? What you said, you just said, I won't say home sessions. Yeah. That's well, that's the, the way the world is now. Yeah. That's that's the one you better say. Yeah. Because that's the one I like. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't like going to St. Louis no more. I don't yeah. like going to Kansas City no more. Yeah. I don't like going to Philadelphia no more. Okay. I don't like getting on a plane. I don't like going anywhere. I'm 61 years old. I've been all over the world many yeah. times. I don't need to go to the city of brotherly love. For yeah. what? I don't need to go to New York. For what? I don't need to go to L.A. For yeah. what? When I got checks and money coming to my house and yes, I can sir. cut with my slippers on, man, I ain't going nowhere! <laughs> and then if I am going somewhere, you gotta have a lot of moolah. It's gonna cost five G's just to get me to say I come out the house. Five yeah. G's. I'm not going less than five G's for no one. We ain't got five G's. Well, then just send the track. Send and the I'll track. Cut, I'll yeah. cut the track for 200 from yeah. my house. Mm. Y'all take that to the bank. 200 from the house. Yeah. 200 from the crib. I see uh, Pastor Derek Starks is on here from Detroit. By That's my man. man. 50 grand. We yeah. were together. We were driving together. Last time I was in Oakland, California, he yeah. was my passenger. We were yeah. going getting burgers together. Oh, he got that long hair. He yeah. got that long hair. <laughs> he's the man. He's the vice president of the music department for Kojic now. He is oh, the, he's the guy. Man, he's, from Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, family friend, yes, sir. Of course, of course, we family. Absolutely. So, stay at home money. Dana Dana Sori uh, has this campaign called Stay at Home Money, where he's encouraging musicians <laughs> to get their studio stuff together. You know, invest at home to make residual income coming into their home. And so, you support that one thousand percent. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way of the world. Yeah. And when's when's the last time you did a session with you were in the room with everybody? Because that's unheard of now, right? Everybody layers. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. My last session, it had to be 2018, 2017, 2018. Wow. So we're talking four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's been so long that I can't remember. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I play on so many sessions, I have no clue on who records I'm playing on. None. <laughs> no clue. Just because the producer is sending you the record, you play on it and send it back. I, now, so you don't even I, know who it's for, really. I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, no, I'm, not, I'm, not being, I'm not being funny. Right. But it's just like a guy that fixed tires yeah. at, at Firestone. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you think he remember how many tires he fixed? No. Nope. That's his job. It's like it's a, a dentist. Analogy. It's like yeah. a dentist that just does everybody's teeth. Do, who teeth did you do today? <laughs> you did fillings today? You, what are you? I do what I do. Yeah. This is what I do. You wow. know. So you know, I'm. You know, my job is to make sure that the customer is happy. Yeah. That's my job. My job is not for me to remember what I did. My I job is to make sure that the customer yeah. is happy. As long remember, as they're happy, they'll come yeah. back. I remember you telling me, you said, uh, send it to me, and I will, you know, sit, take care of my people, and it, I'll send it back to you, and it's going to be smoking. It'll be in the pocket. It'll be, <laughs> and then if it ain't in the pocket, tell me what you want yeah, ahead of time. Yeah. Ahead of time. Don't yeah. let me play it, and then I send it to you, and he'd be like, no, I was, I was thinking about something else. You should have told me about something else before I started. Yeah. So in other words, figure it out before you call me yeah. and ask me. Figure it out. I want you to do the, the lead part. I want you to yeah. do distortion. I want you to follow the string line. Well, yeah. they produce your cause. You yeah. produce it. If you got it. Communication is important. Yeah. If you got it, produce it. I love if you it. don't have it, I will 
produce it. Yeah. But don't but don't get mad at my production quality because yeah. you didn't come up with it. You didn't, you didn't tell me what you wanted. Right. I love it. I love it. Taylor, let's move on to let's go back to the uh name that solo. It's time. So we're gonna play a quick little snippet of some solos that Pastor did. And you guys in the chat, if you recognize it, put the name of the song and the artist in there, and then Pastor is gonna do the same. He's gonna let us know and he'll give us some gems on uh on this session. Ricky Harris, Bridgeport, that's Connecticut. Ricky, that's yes, Ricky sir. Harris. That was I Can Do It, led by J.P. Morgan. Uh, my Uncle Ricky had a community choir in 1993. My mom, 19... my, my mom is here visiting from Connecticut. She's here with, with me at my house now. Hi, and, mom. Uh, we were talking about the... I see you, Ira. My mom was... We were talking about that session, and my mom said she had, she had the responsibility for my uncle to book you for that session. She called your sister. Wow. She called your sister, who was... And I'm not gonna say how much it was, but she called your sister, and that was 20 what? That was 94, 93? almost 30 years ago. Wow. And she called you to do the session and, and talked, and she said she was so nervous because she felt like she was dealing with a celebrity. Uh to and you were definitely from our hometown. So she knew you from uh, you know, Starlights and everything else. So it was a very exciting moment. And of course, Uncle Ricky was a definitely a talented man who was taken from us so soon, but one of the best choir directors and choir masters in our He area. was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. He was amazing. And that was the first time, I believe, Tommy Powell yes. and and Mike uh, Clemens. Mike Clemens. Clemens. It yeah. was their first sessions. Yeah. It was their first and they really stood out to me. So they were first they were fresh out of high school. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were fresh out of high school. Yeah, yeah. And, so who was in the band? It was Eric Lord. It was Keith Harper, our, our lost brother. Keith Harper, just, yeah. Keith Harper, that's right. So, so it was Tommy Powell on organ. Tommy Powell. Keith right. Harper on bass. Eric Lord on keys. Ricky Lord on keys. Right, right, right. You on guitar as the music director and Mike Clemens on drums. Right, right. And, and, and Tommy Powell was playing the organ, right? Tommy was on organ, yes, sir. And that that album was way ahead of his time. That uh, album, honest, that album honestly changed my life. And I think everybody in my age range, from their forties down to their early thirties, if you were a musician in that time, the things that you guys did from our hometown, I can just tell you now, changed the way we. That was my first time seeing professional music, professional gospel music. You get what I'm saying? Right. I, I had a sheltered life where I was in the church all the time and didn't get to see much. Couldn't listen to R&B music, couldn't listen to pop or anything like that. So my advancement came, it was delayed because I was only, I had tunnel vision. And there's no disrespect. My parents raised me. No, 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 that's good. That's good. But but as a young man growing up with a passion for music, I never saw, we because we had organ and drums. And, right. you know, whatever I saw on TV. So to come into rehearsal and see a Moog, you know, a keyboard bass, you know, synth bass, to come in and see, you know, people with six six string basses, and you coming in with this amp and playing these all these melodies and and keyboard sounds and synth sounds, it, it changed my life. And the direction that you being the veteran coming in and cultivating the sound that you got out of those young boys, that was amazing. So that song is called "I Can Do It." We're gonna we're actually gonna work on uh, re-releasing 
that project for the 30 year uh, reunion. That'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. awesome. We'll remix it and we'll put it out and uh, maybe even put it. Uh, Ricky left us a few, you know, a few couple, maybe a couple dozen songs. Um, so we'll try to pick a couple and put it, do a, a deluxe package and, and put it out. That'd be great. I remember him saying, well, this is it. Yeah, and then for things are gonna work out, and it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, 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 oh man, that yeah. was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, we was doing licks and yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was, and that was mid nineties. That was crazy. Man, it was, it, it was ahead of its time for sure. You know, I remember you coming. I remember all the hype behind it. Jonathan DeVos is coming. And he's gonna sit with the band. And Dave Brown was the producer, and you know, Jonathan. Dave, Dave Brown right, was yeah. the producer. So Jonathan's gonna come in. We gotta have Jonathan. I remember my grandfather talking to my. I remember my uncle talking to my grandfather to get some money to make sure that they hired you because we had to have Jonathan on the session. Wow. And that I'm was honored. 1993. I, I'm, I'm really honored. I'm Mind really you, I was honored. 13 eavesdropping. I was just listening, just wow. trying to learn the game. So um, let's go to the next one, Tay. It's a little story because of VHS. Aaron knows who that is. That's a Univox. That's the one that got the hand-carved eagle on it. Okay, that's you the know? one you were referencing earlier. Yeah, it's a darker sound, too. It's a darker sound. And Stephen Ford told me, he says, when you come to my sessions, don't bring that guitar no more. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody said, wanted the same guitar. Yeah, he said, he said, bring the Strat. You know, and then I remember I brought a Gibson to uh, James Perry's uh, uh, session. And he said, man, whatever you do, don't come back here without a Strat. You yeah. know? Wow. And so even this new record that I'm doing, uh, it's it's jazz and they wanted to be a jazz sound. And I have I have a hollow body Gibson that I was gonna use and the Holy Spirit says, if you use this, they'll never know your voice. Mm. They'll never know your That's voice. That's your sound. We we, we so love it and it's stay stay with your voice. Stay, stay with your voice. Stay with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Stay I mean, no need to wife. change now. You got 45, 46 years in the game. Come on, brother. We need her. Um, let's go yeah. to the next one. Oh, well, any stories about Stephen Ford real quick? Anything I had about that session? I had a dream about him this morning. Wow. A conductor, mm -hmm. one who conducts himself professionally at all times. Yeah. His demeanor is always humble. Mm -hmm. 
he is a master about what he does. Yeah. And he is very patient with those that he works with. He's very patient, soft-spoken, one who does not look for the spotlight, mm. but the spotlight always finds, finds, finds him. him. He's such an entertainer and such a master musician. He is. He's a great producer. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest producers ever in the gospel genre ever. I want to He's see the top you at three. The, I went to see you at the at the Stephen Ford Stephen Heard session when when you guys did that together, and that was with you, that was anointed. and yeah, Stephen. That was a, yeah, that, that was anointed. That was that was amazing. Yeah, that was anointed. That was another one that was anointed. You know. Yes, sir. All right, let's go to the next one, Tay. What song is Youth, that? Youthful Praise. Youthful Praise, Deliver, Youthful right? Praise, Deliver. That was what, 2002? Yes, two, yeah, yeah, that's right. As a matter of fact, I, I just, that was my first session after getting my hand cut. Remember I wow. got my hand cut? Then the cut appeared. I right here, then the cut, right here. Doing the hedges, right? That was, yeah. like, absolutely. So that was my first session mm. after having my operation and everything. So talk about that lick, because you produced that record and, and came up with that song. So how did you, they had a different, they had different music for that song. And how did you know to flip it to change that, that music? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. I'm just being led. I'm just being yeah. led. See, I don't make nothing up. Yeah. Everything comes to me, right? Yeah. Um, from the father of variableness. You yes. know, all good and perfect things come from above. Yeah. So when he said it, Somebody got to be there to catch it. Yeah. Follow me? So yeah. I'm just catching what he's sending. So I don't want you or anybody else to start thinking Jonathan Dubos came up with all this. I didn't come up with none of it. I caught, I yeah. caught it. Yeah. I, certain things can't be taught. They have to be caught. Yeah. And these are the things that have been caught, you know? Yeah. So I catch it and then yeah. I give it. Catch yeah. it and give it. Catch it and give it. So then when everybody say, Jonathan, you great. Wait a minute. Let's a stop minute. it. Let's stop it. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. He came up with it. Yeah. Do you do you say that the cup tastes good? Mm, no. No. The cup don't taste good. It's what's right. inside the cup that tastes good. Oh, taste and see yes, that sir. the Lord is good. The yeah. cup. Don't take the cup. Don't have no taste at all, no. brother. You and sister. Yeah. We just a cup. We just a vessel. Yeah. But they ain't tasting us. They tasting him inside of us. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yes, sir. You talking right, Pastor? You talking right? All right. I, I love that. That was an epic record. That song did very well, and it's iconic to this day. You've been a part of some of the most amazing. Your body of work is incredible. To God I mean, be all the glory. To yes, God sir. But you know, we we we. I struggle with that a little bit because we definitely give God the glory and it's necessary, but I want to salute you for letting God use you and the sound and things that you came up with have changed the course of music and it's time to honor you. And if you think about it, anything I've done, I've always seek to honor you. And then what I've you, done, you always, you, and, yeah. and I, I appreciate you for that. Uh, you've given me a plaque. I got a plaque up here. That's from you. Yes, on, sir. 
uh, and your father. You For know, the IMA, at, yes, sir. The IMA, right, at the uh, Mount Airy Church. I never forget. I never yes. forget. And I thank you for, you know, these platforms yeah. and uh, an opportunity to be able to share. Uh, and I believe that this is what keeps me relevant. Yes. You know? This what, what keeps me really. relevant. This, I, I, think, I think this is what does because it's every time, uh, I always say this at Agape House Fellowship where I'm the pastor at. I yes. always say, um, the more you praise God, the more he'll give you something to praise him for. That's amazing. The, the more you praise him, yeah. the more he'll give you something to praise him for. Right. So you can't out over praise him. The no. more you praise him, he gonna he be like, you talking about me again? Yeah. You giving me praise again? Let me really give yeah. you something to yes, praise sir. me. Go right. tell them about this. Right. So so I, I got it. I got it. I yes, got sir. it. So I don't, the moment you start accepting the praise, you're intercepting the ball. Mm. You're working on the opposite. You're intercepting. Instead yeah. of you working on a team, you're working against the team. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yes, Interception. Sir. Say interception. So when you hear somebody, when you hear somebody say, uh, when they, you hear somebody say, oh, you sound good. You hear another person say, oh, thank you very much. Say interception. <laughs> interception. It wasn't for you. Interception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Let, next record, Tay. Throw ye people! And shout out to God with the voice of triumph. We sing our song. Everybody knows that one. What's that? Kirk Carr. Kirk Carr. Yeah. In the sanctuary. Yeah, sanctuary. Kirk Carr. Yes, sir. Tell me about I, that session. That session was amazing. Uh, uh, I think we was in Los Angeles when we did that one. I think yeah, so. Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I, th I think so. I think so. We did so many of them. I can't remember. Ooh, I know. Was that Bond and Cheryl? Kevin Bond? Um, the Nuba Brothers, or was it? Who? No, it was um, the, the the drummer lives. That, the that drummer, was Cheryl, right? Was, was no. it Cheryl or was it? No, was it? Jeremy Haynes. Mm. Jeremy Haynes. You're absolutely right. You're right. Maurice Fitzgerald on bass. Um. Mike Burrell on organ. Mm, so cool. Kevin Bond. And I think Jason White was still around too. Jason yes, White. And that, that, that was the session there. And I came back here and did the overdubs from my house. So those are three guitar parts. Yeah, I hear them. They got it so low, which is scared <laughs> of. That, yeah. So that's what makes me want to come up with my own music, my own cause music. I'm like, you know what? Then the guitars don't have to be hidden anymore. Yeah, don't tuck the guitars in the organ too. The guitars in the organ always get tucked. So yeah. we want to, except in this new age of CCM, which is a whole other conversation. But yeah, um, but for pure gospel music, you know, they always try to tuck the guitars in the organ. But that's, that's what they the believe. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what they believe. That's what they want. That's what they got. You know? All right, we got All a couple right. more. I'm, I'm gonna let everybody go. Ten minutes. We'll be done. Go ahead. Next song.
Talk to me about that album in 1998. Tell me something. Kim Burrell. Yes, sir. Everlasting Life. Yeah. The first CD that come under cause music. First CD come under cause music. There it is. That's the sound. Yeah. Music that deliver people from their various dilemmas. Wow. Which covers all genres of music. Yeah. Fusion, gospel, country, Latin, funk, mm-hmm. um, uh, R&B, yeah. uh, whatever style of genre there is. Yeah. We, 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 cause, the, that genre is inside of cause. Okay. Um, we went to Kansas City. Kansas. To Asif Alex Ward Studio. Yeah. Everybody cut at different times. Really? Nobody cut at the same Come time. Come on. Now, that was 98. And y'all were doing step, step recording then? You step recorded. I didn't see Joe Smith. I didn't see Doobie Powell. I didn't see uh, Keith Newton. And only one song, one song on there that me and the bass player, his name is Chuck Smith. Yeah. One song that we played together, and that's the song called Lift Jesus, Lift mm. Me Mouth. That's the first track. Yo, man. And he played with his socks on. He took his shoes off and played with his socks on. I, <laughs> I popped a string no. in that session, on that song while the song was cutting. But it was feeling so good that when I came back in, I tuned it up. He finished his part. Yeah. I came back in and I recorded it. And the guitar is a little bit sharp, out of tune. Mm. But Ace of Alex Ward kept it because he said it feels so good. Oh, my goodness. So at the tail end, when it's at the vent, when the guitar come back in, the guitar, my my B string is a little bit sharp. But he kept it. Oh, my goodness. Aaron just said that album is life-changing. And we just talked about that earlier, Aaron, before you were on. That album really changed our life. I mean, I was 18, 17. I love you, Aaron. I love you, Aaron Draper. I love working with you. I love working with Aaron. That's my brother, yeah. He's going to be on here, too. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. He's dope. Yeah, yeah. So that album really changed our life because what you did with Ricky Harrison Friends introduced us to the next level. And then we had Joe Wilson come in with SOP and all this stuff. That's right. That's right. right. And so so this is my my progress. And then then Kimberell comes out and, like, totally blows our mind. So... You know, that was by then, and I started playing professionally. So then everything changed from that that escalation of the music that I was around. So that album was incredible. That, yeah, that, one more taste. That's the last one. Go ahead. Go ahead. One last one. Something. If you was to keep, if you was to keep playing that right now, mm. I'll start speaking in tongues. Let me tell you something. I'm getting ready to prophesy to you. Yes, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I don't even know if this is true, mm. but I believe that there is a track mm. that's underneath the layers of all that music, where all they're doing is just speaking in tongues. It's wow. just one track. It might be track forty-five. Yeah. Track 46 or 48. Yeah. And they got tongues throughout the whole thing. Really? Wow. When that came on, it made 
the tongue. Your spirit agreed, agreed with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, oh, this is what y'all doing? Yeah. This is, you, this is what you're doing? Yeah. And that's one thing about Judith McAllister. She is a true worshiper. Yeah. She don't play around. Mm-hmm. She don't play around. She don't monkey around it. It ain't, and no. you don't play, you don't even play around with her when you at dinner. You got to be careful what you say. Mm. You got to be careful how you act. Yes. You got to be, because she'll read you yeah. quick. <laughs> she'll read she's you serious. quick. Okay. She's, she's like Juanita Bynum. They'll read oh. you quick, you yeah. know? And, okay. uh, but, uh, this was, that was done, I believe in Nashville, Tennessee. I think it was. Oh, wow. That so one. that wasn't in LA. No, that was Nashville, Tennessee. Really? Was that, that was live? That was live. Okay. Wow. Eddie, Eddie Brown. Eddie Brown. Playing keyboard, uh, produced by Mike Burrell. Mike Burrell, Eddie Brown, Eddie Brown. The Nuble brothers, the Nuble brothers. Woo! Michael Nuble and Jimmy Monty. Nuble. Oh, Jimmy. Okay. Wow. And myself. It was us five. That, 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 was, that was the five. That, that was starting five for that. Did you have that feeling that you had the James Moore feeling when you knew that that song was going to be a, a classic? Like you knew that you had one with the James Moore record. Did you know, had that feeling on that yeah, song? Well, well, well yeah, it, it wasn't just that song. Okay. That album. That album, yes. The, the, the whole album, you knew. But see, it's a difference. The difference between James Moore and the Mississippi Mass, you knew that everybody was going to get ooh and ah. Ooh yeah. And I. Yeah. This one is not about ooh and ah. Got you, got you, got you, got you. See what I mean? So you know, you, cause she ain't gonna let you go ooh and ah without no, saying, no, uh-uh. no, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. Let's go in. Come on, shake it, and I'm shut up. So you, it's two different lanes. Yeah. It's two different yeah. lanes. Two different lanes. Okay. So, so you, we're not going in the lane of normality yes, or, okay. or, or the lane of naturalism. That record is so powerful. And, and anytime you play it, like you say, you can, you can easily tap in. So oh, yeah. I just, I just know like the after effect, like, did you feel that like it was, this is going to bless the world. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most okay. definitely. And be honest with you, very few records that I've done that, that makes me feel that way. Very okay. few records. Okay. The only, the only, uh, there's the other record that I did that, Stephen Ford, all his productions kind of yes. put me into that zone. The Straight yeah. Gate Mass Choir. Mm. Straight Gate Mass Choir. There's a song, and if y'all can go and look for it, it's the Straight Gate Mass Choir, and Bruce Parham is singing a song saying, cover me. Okay. Cover me. Mm-hmm. And it's the same feeling as okay. this. Okay. But but it's, it's, it's no beat, no yeah. rhythm. Jeff Davis is just playing cymbals. Mm. And the anointing is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the anointing is crazy. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go to, let's close out because it's long. I mean, I, we still got 55 people in the chat. And yeah, I know. Like, Somebody said, dude, new dawning. Derek Starks, new dawning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was great. That was great. Oakland, California, the Paramount. Yeah. The first time, the first time I ever sang. On live with the Hawkins family. Wow. The first time I ever sang. And it was my song, my 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 my, my, my brother's song, Kenneth Keith Dubos. His, the, yeah. his song was uh There's One Who Can Save. Mm-hmm. And he wrote wow. my brother, my brother wrote it, but uh Walter Hawkins said it was too slow, so we played it fast, like played a punk rock. <laughs> this one and 
and and I, I started singing it at the end. And uh, I, I was fortunate to be able to do that. I was fortunate. I had a Gibson endorsement. I had Gibsons all around me. And mm. I, it, it, was, it was it was it was it was it was a great moment. A great moment. So let's let's close out with the music, right? So you've played on thousands of songs, right, and and yes. hundreds of records. Can you make? Can you choose five songs that would make your ultimate set list for performing? So if you had to do a performance, pick five songs, any genre, any artist that you've done, that you've worked with, pick five songs to make your ultimate set list. And I know that's hard. That's probably a homework assignment, but this is your ultimate set list. If you don't okay. want to do it, if you don't want to do performing, then you can do a playlist of five of your favorite songs if you can't think of it that way. All right. Five records that mean something to you or that you would like to perform. There may be, see, uh, you're going to learn something about me. Okay. And Harry Connick told me this. Harry Connick, I was at his house. He says, um, give me D on the piano. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know where D is. He says, I learned something else about it. I, think, I, I don't think it was D. I think it was F sharp. I think he says, give me F sharp or mm -hmm. B flat. Wow. I don't know. I know where C is, so I got to go C, yeah. D, E. And what age F. were you when he asked you this? How, how far along were you in, in your music? Four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Four years ago. <laughs> if you if you if you ask me to hit F sharp on the keyboard now, I'd be like, I have to work my way. That is a that is amazing. I don't I don't know I don't I don't know I don't Holy know smokes. I because yeah. I don't I don't know the keyboard. Yeah, I, I don't play the keyboard, so I don't know the keyboard. So yeah. I don't even mess with it. I don't wow. mess with it. So yeah. I don't know where E flat is. I don't know where F sharp is. I don't know. So all that said, are you ready for this? Yeah. Majority of the songs I play, I don't even know them by their names. Wow. Okay, I got you. So. If you asked me to give you the names, I couldn't do it because I don't know. All right, so let's switch it. Let's do five artists that you enjoy playing with. Kim Burrell, Judy McAllister, um, Doobie Powell. Yes, sir. Always fun. Um, Elder Barge. Talk about it. Now, those are some church Elder words, Barge. aren't they? Elder they Barge. Their chords were very churchy. Oh, yeah. Elder Barge. <laughs> and the Hawkins family. Yes, sir. The Hawkins so we got, family. Write it in the chat, y'all. We have Kim Burrell. Burrell. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, Judy McAllister. Yep. Right? Doobie. Doobie Powell. Yes. Elder Barge. Barge. Yeah. And the Hawkins family. And the Hawkins family. That's amazing. Thank you, Pastor. All right, our final game. It's a game called One Word. I'm going to show you a picture of a loved one or someone you worked with, and you just tell me what you feel from that picture. Okay. A picture worth one word, but it, it can be more than one word. Okay. <laughs> First slide. Do you remember this? Is that Willie Smalls? Who's that? I don't know who's singing, but that I believe is from '86. Uh, the the seminar, Chicago, that's in Chicago. 
the video was taken by Andrew Goucher. Yes, sir. Yep, you're right. And, and that is in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Are those leather pants? That is leather pants. <laughs> that is that's my black leather pants and checkered and, and checkered shirt. You fly, man. And I think I had my hair conked at the time. I think so. Wow. I can't remember. Yeah, but that was Chicago with the uh, Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Seminar, and uh, the seminar was on its way down towards. Me. I saw I saw the video. Kevin Bond was playing, and uh, Goucher was on bass, and you and was Joel on drums. Joe was on drums. That's right. Uh, yeah. Daryl Johnson on organ. Wow, I didn't know who that was. Okay, Daryl Johnson. Johnson. Uh, yeah, he's from uh, Houston, Texas. Yes, sir. Next slide. Uh, that's a shot that I don't remember where it was taken. I know that's mm -hmm. Edwin Hawkins. Yeah, and I remember that red shirt that I had, <laughs> and. I think I was living in Los Angeles at the time, and I'm wearing glasses. I'm wearing yeah, shades. Shades, so cool. I'm wearing shades. I'm wearing shades. Um, I was trying to be cool, but you know. And yeah. I, I tell you this, every time I wore shades on a set like that, mm -hmm. I would end up getting a bump on my nose. Mm. Uh, almost as if God was saying, you trying to be cool, well, be cool with this here bump on your nose. How do you feel about that? You know, because it's all about him, right? He's gonna humble so, you. Right? So, so I had to stop wearing the shades and the glasses so I could stop getting the bumps on my nose because it was so humiliating. Yeah. So, because I had acne kind of bad, I wouldn't come outside for two or three days because wow. I, I felt bad about how yeah. I looked. You know wow. what I mean? Yes, so sir. It, kept, it kept me in. But check mm. this out. Since I stayed in, I played more guitar. Wow. So it was kind of a humbling thing. Since I can't go out, I don't want nobody to see my nose bleeding and yeah, you know, yeah, busted. Yeah. So I stayed in that practice until, until it heals a little bit, you know? Yeah. So that's a humbling situation. Transparent so. moment. Thank you. Yeah. Next slide. Uh-oh. Harry Connick, the show, the TV show. That's mm -hmm. Harry. That's... uh. Jeff Burke on saxophone, and that is the new trumpet player, uh, Jer, uh, Jermaine. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember his name. That's Arthur Latin on drums wow. from, from uh, Nacogdoches, Texas. Wow. And this was on the show, and it would be 40 degrees there. It would be so cold in there. In the room, it would be 40 degrees? It would be 40 degrees. How do you keep your fingers warm? Man, you just had to do the best you could. That's the uh -huh. way that Harry liked it. He liked it 40 degrees. Everybody who came in at the audience be freezing. Everybody be freezing. 40 degrees? 40 That's degrees. That's what I'm trying to say. Where did y'all record that? This is at CBS Studios on 58th Street in New York City. New York City. Awesome. Every day, I had to get up and go to work every day. So I was you would going drive there and that, drive home. That, that's a nine to five. No, I'll catch a train. Okay. Six, six a.m. I catch a train at six a.m. and I got to punch in at eight. Yeah. Wow. You got to so punch it. So, so that's a nine to five job. Yeah, that's big money though. But that's it was paying. It was paying me <laughs> twenty six hundred a week. Mm. Twenty six hundred for two years. Yeah, that's amazing. Bless you, Doc. That's amazing. Next slide, please. Yeah, what are you feeling? Yeah, this this is a shot 
that was taken by a photographer, a professional uh, a photographist uh, in New York City. And when I did this shot, uh, I just had that suit made for me. That okay. suit cost fifteen hundred dollars, and um, I had it done in New York City. And I had a couple of other suits that was made, but I haven't paid for them to go pick them back up. Mm. So um, I was just, I was just making a pose, and the Lord, yeah. she just caught that pose, and so yeah. uh, it's just a, a moment, you know, a time. Really, I was thanking God. That's really what I was doing. Yeah. I said, "Thank you, thank you for giving me an opportunity to, you know, be a witness for you." Yes, sir. All right, next slide. Young Johnny. Yes. This is taken in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, for the Quiet Time Players. Okay. And I was recording for um, Harborwood Records, and we was considered the Quiet Time Players. I was uh, the Quiet Time Player number three. I was volume three. Volume wow. one was Ralph Lofton. Volume two was Donald Hayes. I was volume three. And volume four was Derek Jackson from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, the GOAT. The GOAT, wow. yes, yes. So this was the, the one of the pictures that was taken for my album cover. Now, was Joel, was Joel Somerville your barber back then? He was my barber, yes, he Yeah, was. I remember those days, okay. Yes, he was my, I loved him being my barber, you know? Awesome, awesome. Next slide, please. Uh-oh. Yes, this is the Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Seminar. And I look like my father for right there. I look like my <laughs> Profile, father. Profile, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Goucher, myself, at a rehearsal at the Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Seminar. And I believe this one is Oakland, California. And I want to say probably 1985. I think that's 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe okay. Smith was the drummer. Uh, Kevin Bond on keys. And maybe I don't know if Derek, if David Blakely was playing then, mm. or it probably was still Daryl Johnson because Daryl Johnson was the organ player at the time. Okay, that's awesome. Great story. Next one, please. So, this is the band you mentioned. Same, this I is think the only person that's new is Jerry. Yes, yes, this is Jerry, uh, Jordan on bass, Joe Smith on drums, uh, Kevin. Bond on keyboards. So is this uh, before or after? This is when Jerry when Jerry was the bass player. So then Joel was playing drums. Then this is before right. Joel switched. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Well, well, Joel was playing bass before. Then he was Joel was doing bass and drums for Love Alive Two, Love Alive Three. He played on 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 the records, mm -hmm. both instruments, but both live, instruments, both but instruments. Live. Both instruments, he he would play the drums live and then go back and overdub the bass in the studio. But who would be the bass player for the session? For Daniel like, Daniel Hawkins was playing the organ and he played the bass on the organ. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love and no, I. No, 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 Two no, and no, three. No. Yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes, no. yes. You just you just blew somebody's mind. Yes. And, and so that's Joe me. Joe Joe Smith will play the drums. For Love Alive one, two, and three, and go back in the studio and do the bass, but on on the live live session, since they weren't used to having the bass player at the church, Daniel Hawkins 
will play the bass with the left hand on the organ. And How do Edward, you feel about that? I wasn't there back. This is before I got this there. This before you, okay. This is before me. When I came, they had a bass player by that time. Yeah. Joe was a bass player when I got yeah. there. Derek Schofield was the drummer when I got there. Wow. So I got there in 1982. See, Joe Smith was already a star. He was already a star. Yeah. He was already a big star already. You know, we going to school talking about learning about Damascus, and he was going to the country, Damascus, Syria, and all that. Oh, overseas, wow. Overseas. He had he had a passport at 13. Mm, so he was cultured way before everybody else. Man, let's see. He was my roommate for two years. Yeah. I, I heard a story about the Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Man, oh, man, that's all he ate, Haagen-Dazs ice cream. <laughs> and he practiced, practiced, practiced. That's and amazing. It, oh, man. And so it... I never could practice as much as he did, but I would um, at least get halfway, you know? I would come halfway. Yeah, man, those are memories, memories. You guys were, you remember around that time? What year that was around that time? Uh, that was, that was uh, 90, 94? 92, 94, 92, okay. 94, somewhere around there, I think. Okay, that's amazing. Next slide, or is that the last one? No, there's a couple more. Let's we'll go through them quick. You, Bond, and Joe, man, I think y'all are cold chilling. We're in London. Wow, that's that's in London. We went overseas with Edwin Hawkins. That's with Edwin Hawkins. And uh, we were overseas in London. The bass player at the time was Richard Gibbs. Okay. Richard Gibbs from the Thompson Community Choir. Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he was the bass player at the time. But he's really an organist. Wow. He played He played keyboards for Aretha Franklin. Wow. Richard Gibbs. So many friends you've made over the years. Relationships. Oh, that's, that's what started the gospel trivia. That's how Talk it started about it. Oh, talk about that. How you were inspired by that, and we can we can close. We because that's I the mean, Hawkins family. That's that that that's my family. All of those are my family. But the gospel trivia started from a movie. That's my wife, Carolyn. Yes, yes, sir. That's my wife, Carolyn. We've been married thirty three years now. You know, amazing. And um, uh, the way we started the gospel trivia was the movie of the Clark sisters was on, mm -hmm. and. Uh, the scene where they was doing the shouting at the Paramount. And they were going, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And when they did the shouting at the end, Joe Smith was burning the drums up. That foot was going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people were like texting saying, who in the world is that? Is that a drum machine? Yeah. I responded, says, no, it's Joe Smith on the drums and it's Eddie Spanky Alfred playing the guitar. Ooh. And, and somebody says, you, with the wealth of knowledge that you have, you should keep talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what opened up the door for me to do, to do the gospel trivia. And then yeah. we did we did 100 musicians. And then I started doing a historical nugget show. And that's when I started talking about my experience. And that's yeah. when I, the first one was me talking about the war cry, where it came from and everything. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And then story after story after story, you know?
Amazing. Well, Pastor, I'm not going to hold you much longer. This was amazing. The fact that we have 50 people and it's almost midnight on, on this chat and, and just people want to hear your stories. You're such a remarkable individual. I'm blessed to know you. I'm blessed to be friends with you. And I'm blessed to just to be able to glean from you and learn things. And, and, and we're grateful for this opportunity. I'm thankful to you. Thankful to Taylor for being my, my co-producer. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, she is a genius, and I, I'm happy that we're working together and building this 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 brand. My wife Sherry as well. My mom. Hi, everybody. Sherry. Hi, mom. <laughs> everybody. I know my in-laws. They they really pushed me to come out and do this. And this. Hello, is in-laws. Get your family. <laughs> I love all you guys. Too. Yeah. So everybody, these these people in my life pushed me to to step forward. And today is the first episode of of my podcast, and I'm super grateful. God has was with us, and you shared so many stories. And thank you for being transparent and. And just really showing who you are. We we see the records, we see the videos, but the people don't really get to get close to you like that. So thank you for allowing using me to be the, the middle, the middleman for them the to catalyst. get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank I'm super so grateful to you. Thank you, Pastor. I, I love you. And thank uh thank you so much. Let me one thing I, this. Go ahead, go ahead. I was you gonna go say we haven't played on a record together. As as we, all we the things not, that we've wait, been we, on the we, same we, album together, but we've never played on a record together. We've played together in services and concerts, but we yes. never played, did a record but, together. But let's, so. but let's 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 change that. Let's do a record together. We absolutely have to. Let's so, do that. Um, let's that's do that. something on my bucket list. That, okay, uh, it's all mine too. It's all mine okay. now too. I'll come <laughs> out and do something for you, brother. Absolutely. Thank you let, so much. Let me ask uh, you this: Will yes, this will this be aired again? Could this be seen again by I other can, people? It's on YouTube right now, so we'll be able to. They'll be able to go to YouTube and watch it. Oh, and, and they'll be able to hear the audio on Facebook Live, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. So it's everywhere. We're just hoping that the people come, follow, subscribe, and and just see what we're trying to build. Congratulations, Dr. Chip G. You have done an excellent job. And I pray the prayer of Deuteronomy 1 and 11 that goes on to say, May the Lord of may the Lord God of our fathers yes, make God. you one thousand times so much more as you are, and bless you as He has promised you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everyone, be blessed. Thank you all for coming out tonight. I Thank love you. each to every one of you. May God grace you with the best in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is the second show is already scheduled. April sixth, we're going, and our, our new guest is going to be our next guest is going to be Big Mike Clemens, my brother from wow. Connecticut. The wow. man, the myth, the legend. That's right. The legend Michael Clemens from Bridgeport, Connecticut, by way of Virginia Beach. Usher, Israel, and a new breed. J.J. Hairston. He's my guy. So wow. he's going to be sitting down and telling his story. Wow. And then we're going to go on, and every two weeks, we're going to have another legend and, and another innovator and another actor and another entrepreneur. We're just going to help the people, give them the tools that they need to find the groove and stay in the groove and get in the pocket. So I'm grateful to everyone for coming. Mike Clemens on April 6th will be back and we're going to talk to Mike and find out what he's been doing and where he's at and hear his story. So thank you, Pastor. We love you. And I'm thank grateful you, for, the, for the opportunity. Have a great night and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and post, reshare, and, and, and uh, tag me in anything that you want to tag me in. But we're, we're going somewhere with this and I'm grateful to everybody for their support. Have a good night and I appreciate everyone.